This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, it's Matt Bungard and Mitch Doyle, as hey per usual. What's going on? Um, it's rugby league time. It is. <laughs> it's that time of year. The time it's between that time of, it's that time of year when the every, time between autumn and spring. I was gonna say that time of year where now every single game is somehow tied into state of origin. It's the worst. What do you mean? It's, that, well, it's sort of like five weeks. Ago. I was gonna say no, but it really it's really coming to overdrive. Didn't, like didn't every time someone that? has a good game now, it's such and such plays themselves into origin. Like, I'm like at the, the point first... now where I'm rooting for the non-Australian players to be the best players on the field in every game, just so we don't get those headlines. Didn't, it's good. Didn't they have that on the first? Uh, I think it was Kevy Walters was at the at the Gold yeah, Coast game, and he was Corey like, Norman's yeah, that try yeah. <laughs> so origin origin Bolter, yes, definitely. Probably started in the trials. Let's be honest. Yeah, they were like straight up the... Corey Norman carved up the Knights in the trials. Get get him on the plane to Queensland. (laughs) Corey Norman carves up some Group 6 select team. Yes, Origin. Why not? Yeah, but uh, it is that time of year. But I am enjoying... actually quietly enjoying this weird buzz around like, oh, with all the Broncos injuries, will they have any Origin players? Yeah, Yeah, I did did hear that chat. You might have have more for New South Wales than Queensland. Well, it's like, that's great if we've done. Like, we've had... We've been had like 10 forever. It'd be great to have... Have you ever had more for New South Wales than Queensland? No. Okay. No. But, I mean, Maguire will probably play game one. Gillette will play game two. So, we'll see. And Boyd will still probably make that win. Because Pangai and Bird might play. Well, Pangai, no. Remember, he ruled out playing Origin. I thought he could do both. No, he ruled out playing Origin. He doesn't want to play for the Blues. Oh, I respect that. How yeah. rude. I first read this story on here. It was in my week when I put like 10 Pangai stories down and you rudely didn't pay attention <laughs> to, to the To be fair, that's stories. the problem when you oversaturate the market with Pangai stories. With good stories. I forget <laughs> all of them. <laughs> how, how dare we have good content? <laughs> well, I mean, that does go against everything we stand for. <laughs> it does. I do have an announcement, Mitch. Yeah. About Origin. What about it? If they pick Damien Cook at the nine. You'll care. I'm in. It's unfortunate that you jump in on the end of the Queensland Dynasty. <laughs> Very fortunate for you. Yeah. <laughs> if they pick my boy, I'm in. I'll yeah. get a jersey. I'll gronk out. It'll be great. It, get a that, that, that'll only cost you like $480. Mate, so, so expensive. <laughs> yeah. And they're so bad. Such they a suck. stupid pledge. It's but a very ugly jersey this year too. Caveat, if they make Damien Cook have a train off with Cameron McInnes, I'm not buying you a jersey. You Even if he gets picked. <laughs> By the way, Damien Cook would definitely win that. A train off? I don't know. Who would he, who would he not beat? Well, McInnes like is going to be a good trainer too. Very fit. Yeah, true. Well, that was the story last week, right? They they both they they lead the comp in touches. Those two, I think. Yeah, I mean, what what, what are you? Which I don't think is a huge revelation no. that Hooker's yeah, touched the ball the most. But hey, yeah. How do you win a train off? By the way, it's not like because whenever they train, you're not like doing. Well, look, it was Josh Reynolds against John Sutton, so I have a pretty fair yeah, idea of I... how Josh Reynolds won the. I know. All right, boys, we're gonna do a beep test, and John Sutton just puts his hand up immediately. Yeah. Oh, my hammy's gone. Boss, can't do like, it. Is it just like you yapping at it training a lot and whatever, this enthusiastic? Is that what it is? Or are well, we actually as a drills? known good trainer who's bad at football but yeah. gets a go because he's a good trainer, I can attest to that. Well, I, 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 like, I, I was a good trainer always, but you yeah. know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was worthy of selection. <laughs> trainer. I was in every training and train more than everybody else. <laughs> wasn't You'd be surprised. Was this was this the kind of regime where if you didn't turn up to training, you didn't get picked? And that's why we is, were no, getting picked. No one's ever done that, right? No, this, this no. Never I thought he was calling the, the coaches bluff. He's like, oh yeah, they always say that if you don't train hard, you don't play. But yeah. <laughs> in that case, it actually for an Origin team, apparently it, it applies. But yeah, club we'll football, see. yeah, just play yeah. the best players. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Speaking of best players, do we want to get into the games from last week? Not, the first game is not. Does not yeah, weird segue <laughs> given the first game of last week. Oh, I was going to yeah. shout out the refs, but you know, here we are. Uh, Go for it. Brisbane 22, Canterbury Banks 20 at Lang Park. I love that I messaged Mitch oh. about like five prospective long shot bets this week. Didn't have the stones to put any of them on. They all got up. 
And the one that I ended up doing was Brisbane at like a dollar thirty. Never did, changed, Bungard. And it did win, though. It, it did, did win. It did. I did. You can't go broke making a profit. What was your stake? Like fifty dollars to win, like an extra twenty dollars. Oh, good. It's stupid. That's, what you're saying? He did good. win, though. I did win. Yeah. Twenty dollars is better than no dollars. That is correct. Take that uh, to the bank. Um, but yeah, uh, unfortunate way to end the game, but he he. He, he does push him. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't think... The weird thing about the rest fault in this game is nobody said it was the wrong call. No, yeah, they're just, just like... like uh, oh, but what about the other calls that weren't made? It's like, oh, yeah. that's not how It's like, it I works. don't like the call, but it's the call, but also I hate refs. The knockback was <laughs> weird because everyone's kind of acknowledged that it went backwards, but at the same time, everyone was also like, oh, but it looks like a knock-on. They always call them as knock-ons. It was a so even though it was they got a it right, wasn't it? A psycho yeah. just he, he gave himself up. They gave himself up. up as well, but, you yeah. know, I, I watched it back a few times. He, he does... The only, the, the only really... Outrageous call Brisbane got in their favour was the blocking penalty. I thought was a terrible. Which call. one's that one? The one on Morris. On Morris, yeah, that was no different to a lot of, a that, lot of like those, uh, those, that happens fifteen times on every every weekend. But apart from that, I thought the rest oh, of the calls. But if they call enough. them all, then we yeah, won't have any games. That's true. Like, it just swings and roundabouts with this kind of stuff. If, if it's just the commentators focus on that, the Sarko thing a lot, so yeah. Bulldogs fans thought they were ripped off. But if you went and looked at Payne Hart's got his head taken off by David Clemmer, you know, mm. got hit in the head with a shoulder that ended up with Bulldogs getting the ball and nobody cared. You know, mm. that happened. And then also, the first Bulldogs try, like it or not, is not a try by the rule book because the once Boyd dropped it and then touched it again with his right hand, the game is dead. See, you're the only person who has been focusing on... Like, I, I've, I've generally watched it back. Does he touch it twice? Are you yeah, sure? he puts yeah. his hand on it. Well, and he then swings his hand back. Why is yep. no one talking about that? Well, because, again, it, it's, it's the Broncos, the mate. And, the, and then it doesn't suit the rest fault narrative. It's, yeah. just, it's something that's pretty funny. At the moment, the Broncos get a favourable call. It swings back to, oh, NRL's darlings, yada, yada, yada. Ignoring in the previous two weeks, we had the John Sutton forward pass, the Nick Reimer uh, no try, and the Billy Slater drop kick, which won't be beaten for the worst call of the season. People are just say what they want to oh, say. I don't know about that. What about Nene's try? No, people say well, what they want to say. Very good point. <laughs> That's, there's that's still it. plenty of time. Don't test them. Don't test them, Mitchell. And there's this stupid narrative going around. I'll address you. So I don't want to talk about rest, but here we are. The stupid narrative about Sutton's record with the Broncos at home, and Sutton's record with the Bulldogs. So the two points were put out there. The Broncos are 14-0. This was a full page in the Daily Telegraph. It was. <laughs> Come off the stupid tweets that were incorrect. The Broncos have won their last 14 at home with Jared Sutton, which is, which is correct. And the Bulldogs have lost their last seven under Jared Sutton, which is also correct. That's the first layer. And just like any stupid stat you put out with just like that, there's zero context applied to that. I once yeah. flipped a coin and it was heads 14 times in a row. Yeah. Well, so firstly, it's just the Bulldogs' seven, record, seven wins in a row, which losses Jared Sutton. Yeah. Three games against the Roosters. Okay. Hmm. Two against the Storm. Yeah. So two against the Broncos. One against the Storm. One against the Tigers. Yeah. Oh wow, they lost those seven games. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking stuff. That and then and Brisbane at home win most of their games. Well, and the reverse of that is so Jared Sutton, his last loss at, at Suncorp was conveniently 2015 round one against South, and that was no ref would have saved you that day, champ. No, and we lost four. We've won 14 in a row with him since then. But the Broncos have the single best home record in the competition since then. They've won 45 of their 55 matches. That's mm. 82% of their games. There you go. So don't sort that out of whack. And then if you go over Jared Sutton's whole career, since he started refereeing the Broncos, they've won 69% of their football games. They've only won 55% of their games under him over all, com- all, all venues, not just bloody at home. Looking at the referee's home record with the team is stupid. No, so, like, the, the Knights have, good home re- have a good home record. Yeah. It's home record. You, it's stupid. Like, they've well, you, lost... You they've, just, Lost at the storm last uh, year. Obliterated that argument in like a minute. 
Yeah, but instead people look at that one thing. Oh, they're 14 in a row with him at home. He can't ref the Broncos ever again at Suncorp. But the unfortunate thing is a few hundred people will listen to this podcast and a few hundred thousand oh, yeah. read that yeah, page. Yeah, and the, the unfortunate thing is there's no way that doesn't go in Jared Sutton's mind next time he referees the Broncos. Yeah. Also no true. way it doesn't go in his mind. We'll probably yeah. lose the next game he calls yeah, for us because of this stupid that. bullshit. Anyway, on to the game. Yes. We're off, off fake news, off myth-busting. There you go. On to the game. Uh, proper bludger. Proper, proper Shit bludger. Game. Real bad game. This game was kind of like, for a, for a game that had 42 points, it felt like it went for a week. It, <laughs> it honestly did. It, like uh, When the game finished, I was like, is it midnight? I'm not, dead set. I, I looked up and there's 25 minutes to go and I'm like, what? I should have been in bed four hours. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking... Is it Monday? <laughs> the extent of this game, what's going on? Yeah. It's... um. The, I, I, there I, was there was no there, like for me there were no there were no positives to come out of this game like oh, I Tavita Pangai Junior yeah, is really TPJ good was I love watching him well. play as a, as a Broncos fan the positives are Tavita Pangai Junior who yeah. to me is their what, best forward what are now. they going to do Mitchie when Maguire comes back I don't know I would like to see Pangai surely he just goes to ten. Well, that's a guy stay in the thirteen and Maguire go to the ten. But I know Maguire has a, a real connection to having the thirteen on his back. Yeah, senior player yeah. that kind of stuff might just happen. But there is a there is a small difference. I prefer Pangai in the thirteen. We've seen him move around the park a bit yeah, more. And you can't position. ignore how dominant he's been since he moved there. He has. Well, you can't ignore how dominant he's been for us the entire season. There's no coincidence that our two worst losses have come, well, firstly, without him against the Titans, and secondly, with him underdone against the Knights. There's no coincidence. He's our most important forward right now. And it's even without Maguire and, and Gillard, he's still standing up. And the other one, the other good signs for Broncos fans is Jaden Stewart continues to perform. Future Rabbitoh, right Potential future Rabbitoh, running really hard lines, which Gillette has Next to be doing for Williams. a while. Yeah, that's about the fifth time we've heard that one. On Whatever happened to Andre Savellio? Yeah, at least ACL. Uh, pre oh, And then uh, Joel Van Garway continues to perform off the bench mm-hmm. and had a nice yeah, little try. Yeah, he looked great again. Um, I thought Clemmo was really good for the Bulldogs. He, he did was. murder a man, but up, he also ran really hard. He, he was um, great for the Bulldogs. It wasn't 100% his and fault. I, and I did They're, love uh, Pangai launching into contact every time he ran at Their, their game plan at the moment honestly reminds me of the Rabbitohs in 2003. Three or maybe it was four when basically it was just get the ball to Adam McDougall and see if he can do anything and that's basically the Bulldogs with Moses Embi at this point. <laughs> and like Embi is a handy player, but he's not good enough to be that player. The parallels are so similar. They moved into fullback to get the more ball. South moved Adam McDougall to fullback as well. Yeah. Like, it's the exact, like, just give the one good player we have the ball and hope that he can win us the game. And Embi has come close to doing that for them a couple of times. He's really good in this game again. He's really good against South in that game where they probably could have definitely won. Um, but man, uh, just a lot of mediocre players across the park. Yeah, well, I like. I've, I thought for Tala Mariner, and it was good again. He's been a pleasant surprise for me in mm-hmm. terms of Bulldogs players, yeah. but there's just not a lot. And Frawley came back in. He's terrible. Uh, yeah, he, but look, it yeah. was at least... He's terrible. No, he's, but yes, but it was at least an upgrade for them having an actual halfback on the field. He doesn't no, look he like doesn't he should it. be playing New South Wales Cup. No, yes, he does. You're both wrong. He's terrible. No, I, no, mean, I, I mean, mean, I mean, that's above his level. How can we both be wrong <laughs> yeah. when we said... I thought he was saying he's too good for Cup. Oh, no. He's, he's terrible. No, he's, he's saying he should be playing for the Sydney Bulls in the, <laughs> in the Metro, whatever it's called. The best now. part of his game is his support play, which is why when the tries happened, he turned up a re- near them, but he doesn't take control of a game again. Mm. No, but then, I'm saying it's better than having no halfback at all. It, it is. is. It? Yes, it's better than having Jeremy Marshall King in the halves. I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I like I I don't mind Marshall. King no, I don't mind comparison. him as a player. I just don't see him as a half. Yeah, fair enough. I um, still think they need to give someone else a go. There I, well, yeah, we all it. want them to give the keys and, um, to Cleveland, but that's just not going to happen. It doesn't seem. And you know, well, the problem here for the Bulldogs is that all their points came from the Suncorp pitch. Is that Milford fell, fell over on, on the first one, and Thigh Day was lazy covering. The next two came from Boyd falling over and Jack Bird falling over. Like 
that's where their points came from. Yeah, and this that's wasn't this wasn't a matter of like the boys need to be wearing long studs. This was the pitch was pulled away from them like a rug. I blame Ed Sheeran. Well, I mean, yeah, well, fair enough. We had a concert there at some point last year, so fuck well, it. it's it's that time of year. That happens every year around here. We, there's always a game where Suncorp Stadium is a joke. Yeah, but, but why does it happen every year? Because it's the season changes. Yeah, they're right. changing the pitch this week. They have to change it at some point. So once the season changes, they get less sun onto the northern side of the stadium. And the condition that to change winter grass in. And what's photosynthesis? <laughs> plants <laughs> the eat winter grass in. So this is why we don't we don't catch it at the end of the year because that's when A League comes on. But you might remember the start of A League, Brisbane Raw State. The pitch the always, pitch always yeah, the pitch so is always dropping. It gets changed twi- twice a year, yeah. so it'll be fine for doubleheader coming up. But yeah, the, it led to a lot of points and a lot of chaos in mm. this game. Mm. But yeah, it's one of those ones with the Broncos two points in the bag and forget about it, which is becoming an issue because there's been a few of those. Mm. It's all right. You, you beat the bad teams and oh yeah, we labour against the good ones and get to the finals. Anything yeah. can happen. I think, and I mean, I don't they've think had a lot the of worst. I mean, Lucy, and they had a good. They had a couple of good wins against Cowboys right, and against South. Exactly. So. And we're missing some good players in in Kahu, Gillett, and Maguire. And also in this game, we lost uh, throughout the game. We lost Glenn. We lost Haas, and we lost Bird to injury uh, throughout the game. One thing I do want to talk about is the form of Darius Boyd. And how concerned are you that you're paying a million dollars for another three years? It's not a million dollars. If we're paying everybody a million dollars, many things we are, we'd be paying fifteen so million. One point three million a year. Yeah, it's like three. paying Bird a million. Well, mate, you, a prob- you are probably he's in. A, he was at the time. We well, resigned him the end of last year. Yeah. Yes, and he was. I thought he was pretty good last year. He's, he's fallen off a cliff, um, and he's I'm, you know he's been the Broncos' favorite son in more ways than one for for several years. Uh, you're, he's on a lot of money. Let's not I pretend know he that he's is. On, I know he is, but I hate well, this million right, dollar player. It's, fuck it, mate, if, whether it's a million or whether it's eight hundred grand, it's a substantial amount of your salary cap, whatever the sum, and it's another yeah. three years. So how are you feeling about that, mate? Look, he was good until he dropped that ball, and that was the concern: is that a player of his caliber? At the age he's at, should bounce back much better than he did. Because yeah. before that, he would look because he had a really good game last week. Yeah, he was he was great. And then he, and then in this game, he was doing the same thing: he's getting in first receiver a bit, and also getting the ball out quick, out wide. Unfortunately, he was feeding Tom Opacek, but getting the ball out wide quickly and looked alright. And then that that thing shattered his confidence. And if that's allowed to happen to some players, but it shouldn't happen to your captain, and also shouldn't happen to a player of such experience as he is. Like he was just afraid of picking the ball up from then on. Mm. But I am not that worried about him for the long run because he has said already, again, if he doesn't feel great with his hamstrings, he'll retire early. He said that this year, if he doesn't feel good at the end of the year, he doesn't really care about Explain the money Explain how the cap works if a player retires. If you're retired, well, it's, it's a whole different thing, really. Like You've got to have all the insurance claims, all that kind of stuff, career-ended by injury. And if he's in, career-ended injured by hamstring injuries and they, def- they, they declare that, they get the money back in the cap. Fair enough. So interesting. It's... But that'll be, we'll that'll be interesting to watch because I know that that happened to Watmo when he medically retired. That was but he, he didn't they get knew approved, he was crocked but when he didn't get approved. Him. That's exactly. why they didn't allow it. He was yeah. crocked forever. But, um, but yeah, that, it, it is definitely an interesting storyline for, for Broncos fans throughout the year because, again, it's the same thing with Milford's fitness. It's round 10 now and it shouldn't be a problem anymore. Like mm-hmm. Milford yeah. was pretty good in this game, but by the last 10 minutes he was gassed and he couldn't do anything. He tried to win the game, but he was at snail's pace, you know? Mm-hmm. Not great. And it took like the only fit guy on the field, James Roberts, to do something for the Broncos to win, but... Um, I feel like Boyd, there's three home games now. The pitch will change. We'll see what happens in over the next three weeks and, and see, how they, see how he comes out. Alrighty. Under the under the next one, the Friday night in the Hunter, Newcastle, 18 South Sydney, 36. It's good stuff. Souths. The hype train is... It's on the tracks. It's, it is. It's chuffing along. It's move. Um, They're feeding coal into the boiler. Sam's back this week. Huge game. They can make a big statement if they could win this Sunday. Um, 
Unfortunately. Don't know if they will. They might. Who knows? Um, they were great in this game. Again, Alex Johnston. I mean, you wouldn't have known it from the commentary, but he was the best pullback on the field. Um, <laughs> mate, but it's the things that Callum Honga doesn't do. That <laughs> yeah, makes true. it better. It's the fact that he draws... He got tackled def- on the last with draws the ball the and he got praised for it. Oh, it mate, was... do, not, do not start me Sorry. on Danny Badiris' commentary. Should not be commentating nights games. I don't but anyway. get it. Everything they do wrong, he commentates and praises. Yeah. Mitch Barnett kicking on fifth tackle with five minutes to go and they're down <laughs> by two tries. He's like, oh, jeez, it's good to see him trying something different. It's inventive. Mate, it's fifth tackle with 40 <laughs> metres out and you've got a second roller to kick it to nobody. Yeah, genius. That is true. Uh, twins, awesome. Uh, Damien Cook, just uh, amazing. Balling. So good. He looked good. God, I love him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, you know, they, they look pretty solid. Again, a couple of sluggish Greg Inglis moments. Again, that's really my main concern yeah. with the team at this point is his form. And Gagai, again, just didn't really do a whole lot. <laughs> he got his try against the yeah, Knights. Of course he did. Though, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> it's a terrible try, but you take it. But, um. Yeah, you know, they, they've. Uh, it was a good, good way to bounce back after that Brisbane game last week. And as I said, big three weeks coming up. They've got Dragons, then they go to Townsville who, to play the Cowboys, and then they play in New Zealand. So. Oh, Ben Hunt has sunken with disappointment. Pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. It's it's not often that a player, one player, can be solely responsible for a minus fourteen. In, in a game of rugby league, Mitch Mitch comes on here and talks about you know players <laughs> players winning points you know when they're on for twenty yeah. minutes or off for twenty Poor minutes. Poor old. It Kenny is CEO. impressive when a single player can somehow cock up. Yeah, fourteen points. So three missed conversions is six. Bomb try is ten. He wouldn't have converted it, so it's only ten. And then uh, converted. Oh, so sixteen. Sorry. So yeah, sixteen. 16 points swing from poor old Kenny Seer. Yeah, that bomb try was absolutely atrocious. Good on Gavin Badger for just calling it live and letting South take a quick tap. That was great. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, at the other end, just completely loses the ball in the air and Dane Gagai gets a gift. And um, if, if you it, don't know the bomb try, by the way, it's oh a, it, was a, it was like a 20-meter cutout from Ponga, which was a very nice, nice pass. Nice ball. Seo down the wing, free. David was actually counted as a try assist. Sorry? Yeah. yeah, yeah just Fox Sports <laughs> wanted to do that. They were begging for it. Oh, he deserves one. He deserves <laughs> That's how it works, right? But, uh, yeah, and then CO comes to wrap around near the post and Crichton uh, came back to tackle him. Barely got contact with the ball, but CO yeah. dropped it and Badger called it live, which is a good call. The but... ball the ball is is 10 metres away flying into the fence and Badger just looks at it and goes, there's only one way that could have got there. Yeah. That's yeah. a 20 metre tap. Yeah. And then, yeah, down the other end, as you said, they put a bomb up next set. He dropped the ball. Gagai scores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and a good drop though says Danny Medeiros I believe with it. it's good <laughs> to see that he's trying something different <laughs> instead of catching the ball they've tried knocking it on they've tried to pass it to the um, other team I thought Campbell Graham was good Mate, he's a good prospect yeah. I mean hmm. he's just one of those ones he's still pretty raw but yep. he'll uh, he'll be a first grade footballer he'll, he'll make way for Richie Canar again when Canar's back yeah. whether it's this week or next week but um, he's got a long term future at yeah South. I think he yeah. looked very impressive not going to leave I doubt it well I mean we have a history of letting really good outside backs leave for no reason true True. But, uh, hey, who needs James Roberts when you have for Tully Talanoa? <laughs> Big shout out to Cody Walker for his performance. Yeah. Straight uh, after the death of his mother. Yeah. Very sad news, obviously, Shit but stuff. great to see that he, A, that he played and B, that he played so well. So, yeah. Yeah. that was a nice touch. Um, not the worst result in Newcastle this week, but we digress. Well, for the night, so I thought uh, Kenny Dow had a fantastic game, which is yeah, bizarre. He was awesome. Yeah, he, he looked like he actually... 
He got turned a few times in defence, but he looked like he wanted to play as opposed to just kind of showing up and hanging around. Yeah. Um, which was good and necessary in a game like that, especially when the team were down. What, they conceded three tries in 15 minutes or something ridiculous mm-hmm. like that? Um, no, they're, they're looking more and more like the Knights of old as, as other teams start rolling. Yeah. De- their attack is okay. They'll score points, but they just the defence is gone now. Once, once teams are rolling, they're finding yeah. space on the edges. Yeah. I thought this was Adam Reynolds' best game of the year, I think. Yeah. Took the line on a couple of times. Set up a couple of line breaks, which is rare for him. It like is. Obviously, most of the time his try assists come through the kicks, but got a couple with the hands as well. Um, and only missed, made 21 out of 22 tackles, which for a tiny halfback who is often injured by contact. Constantly injured for quite good. Yeah. Um, like so yeah, you know, I got you got to see more from him, and this week will be a much bigger test. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one now that the team is playing so well around him, and he's still just average. It kind of feels like, yeah. like yeah. it feels like you, even though you're winning some games big, if you had a old Adam Reynolds in there, you'd be killing sides right, right yeah. now. If his kicking is even the level it used to be at the moment, no, yeah. it feels like he's he's literally there to just pass the ball to the second receiver. I just think yeah. that when he got hurt, the, when he actually got like that bad injury. Like, the knee injury against the Bulldogs in 2015 that kept him out for six to eight weeks, he never really got confident again. Mm. And that is honestly a little bit with good reason because for most of that time since then, they've had a pretty mediocre forward pack. But now that they're starting to get on the front foot again, I feel like he's just going to keep getting more and more confident if this team can continue to win the forward battle, which they have been doing. You're I don't think that I, he's, I, he's got momentum going no, forward. Don't no. you... I don't yeah. think he has it in anymore, personally. I think he can be a handy first grader. I don't think he has it in here. I just don't a, want to believe that. The guy breaking the game. I'm not like, ready, Mitchell. It's been a while. Like, it's, you know, never really a noted ball runner. But no. But now he's just He just doesn't dig of, into the line often enough at all. He, he, did, he, he ran a couple of times this game, but not enough. No. Uh, Cam Murray, he's good. How many first grade games has Adam Reynolds got? I'm going to guess like 140. I don't know. Hmm. Let me look it up. A lot. Interesting. Good radio. Uh, he has got... No, it doesn't. Who knows? 156. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That was more than I thought. I thought it would have been like 120 because he's yeah, constantly hurt. No, anyway. he's, he's always constantly hurt, but he's never out long. He's, yeah, he always, it's well, always I mean, one that, or two that weeks. That knee injury only, what was that, eight weeks? Mate, everyone was like, oh, it's ACL, and he came back like five like, weeks later. Dead. Weird. Uh, Penrith 20, North Queensland 26 Oof. in a... Uh, that was a Carrington Park in Bathurst. It's good to see they're taking games to regional areas. Penrith's first loss in Bathurst in a few years. Big big fan of uh, regional area Friday night games, especially when it's uh, in the Central West. That was lovely to see. What was not lovely to see was a compound dislocation. Yeah. So the way that I would explain this is, you know when you eat a chicken wing and you want to get that bone out? Yeah, imagine that, but in your hand. Uh, Trent Merrin going down in the warm-up, which obviously... Is he playing this week? Uh, He's been named. I don't think he's playing. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to play if I'd just seen my finger eh? And then poor old Duck... uh, uh, Katoa tore his pec as well. Yeah, no, Moses Leota was oh, Leota, sorry, Leota, not Katoa. Uh, he only a partial tear, so I think eight weeks. Eight weeks, but still yeah. not a good injury. Penrith have got the ghost of Ron- uh, Ronnie Palmer back there. It seems. Mate, did you week. see on Facebook today? They, no. they, um, so they put a post up about their team lineup for the weekend, and then the top comment was also from the Penrith Panthers being like, "If you are free to play this weekend for the Penrith Panthers, <laughs> please, please, please comment drop us below. a lot." And they were mostly taking the piss, but fuck, they're gonna. They, they. I don't think they named a full twenty. 20, they, did. they did. They did. They ended up doing it. Well, there was talk they weren't going to be able to because they physically didn't have enough players. We'll, we'll get onto that later with Manly, who mm. are in an even worse situation. Yeah, but yeah, um, this I game, don't know if they're in a worse situation. I feel like they have terrible depth. They, yeah, Manly. I agree with that. Like, we'll I get think, there. Well, the Sorry. other thing is that Manly yeah. refused to pick players, but yeah, we go on. Yeah, yeah. this Dragons game. Tamalolo, best game of the year, I think. Yeah, 
It was really good, meters. especially against a Penrith team that's been a Penrith pack, I should say, that's been quite dominant. Yeah, but the pack's kind of not there this week. No, right? that's true. There was no Marin, which is obviously makes a big difference. No, no Marin, and no. Then... I, I thought James Tymo was pretty handy for Penrith, he and he's was. had a bad season up until this week. So, and Regan Campbell Gillard, not really staking again. We're talking Origin, but it is getting that time. Not really staking his claim for an Origin jersey for me. Mm. Eight game, eight runs in this game, fifty-six meters, and he and he was on the pitch for sixty odd minutes. Didn't really do that much, no. but. Yeah, I think Tarmow was was all right as you say. Billy Kickow is yeah, he's he's been great. He's a machine. He's a yeah. terrifying <laughs> human. He's one of the people I would least and I like to really tackle. I quite like Fisher Harris as well. What state's he from, Mitchell? No, he's a Kiwi. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, neither. Neither. There you go. State. You know, yeah. but you want him to be good. That's so I'm going for yeah, Fisher yeah. Harris every week. Yeah, Put him on the list. But Bill, Bill Kickow is that you know one of those rare breeds. We've seen him more now, more of him than now. But obviously, the the the, the athleticism and size and speed and explosiveness, you know, being that big and being that explosive doesn't make any sense. And there's a reason why every week he seems to almost look like he's going to break the line every two or three runs. And yeah. Every t- every time he tackles, he looks like he's going to kill someone. He does. What is it with this Penrith team? They just go on. They just they look like shit for 50 to 60 minutes every week and they'll put this, put 20 minutes yeah. together where they will score a few tries I just don't understand have it. they become anti-Griffin <laughs> oh they've been like this the last <laughs> two years with him there that they'll, they'll generally have a terrible first half and chase mm. teams down and this yeah. game was not, no different and that the Cowboys I know they got a win and people are starting to get impressed but it, I wasn't that impressed with them you know, yeah just, me well, neither I think Ben Hampton's not too bad at centre he's probably better than O'Neill and um, and uh, Linnett and but yeah, oh, sorry, and Jarvid Bowen, who's not in there, obviously. But yeah, just not that impressed. I mean, Lachlan Coote means a lot to them, and he was handy in this game. But still not seen it from Michael Morgan, and this was kind of the opportunity to do it. And he, and he took the line on three times, and same with JT. And whilst Matt Scott had a better game, you know, Tamalolo again is, is now, it's back to Tamalolo has to carry this team. Yeah, it felt, he, it felt yeah. a lot like that. He got two, 230 running metres, which I know is only slightly above his average of last season, which I think was 204. Like it looked like every time they wanted a big run, it had to go to him. There just wasn't another option to push the ball up. Well, it, the whole plan was not for that to be that this way this season, yeah. right? It's supposed to bring in, uh, you know, McLean, McLean who's injured yeah. now, but Matt Scott's supposed to come back and take some of the load off, and it just yeah. hasn't happened. No. And, and again, you've got Ethan Lowney playing twenty five minutes. And I just, I just can't get behind that. He's too good of a player to do that. He just, he just is. And maybe if you know Scott Bolton misses minutes in the coming weeks, yeah. we'll see more from Ethan Lowe. But you've got to get him on the field more than that. That guy, honestly, almost a rep quality player, and would start in 2016. I think it was he was rep quality. Yeah, I mean opinion, he's but... been 18th man a couple of times. It means yeah. nothing for Queensland 18th man, but he'd start in most teams in the competition. And he's only yeah. in 25 minutes here for Cohen Hess, who can't defend. I don't get it. Uh, uh, what do we think of Watanese Lesnick at fullback? Thought I, he, look, I thought he was pretty good. He had moments, and he's also a hothead, which, you know... Oh, we saw that. Yeah. yeah. Had good moments, and was involved in a lot of, in a lot of, a lot of things, really. Uh, loving to get... Yeah, that was going to be my point. Loving to get involved in the game does not necessarily equal a good thing. No, if it does If you throw a punch at somebody, you're going to go to the sin bin. Yeah, but I thought he was pretty handy there, and... Um, Literally. Maloney again... <laughs> yeah, Maloney again at seven. Good job. Had a good game, so... I did enjoy him saying, but I didn't... I didn't hit him, sir. I had an open hand. It's like, mate, you can't raise That's your hand. Worse, That's even worse, mate. If you're going to yeah. throw one, you better connect at least. Yeah, you're going you either way. You can't but slap. They're a bit of a cripple all. fight this week with the Knights now. So interesting for Penrith. Yeah. Mm. With the, with it's the kind of game they, they need with all their injuries. It is. So Penrith to win 13+. plus. Alrighty, Saturday afternoon in the nation's capital, Canberra 32, the Gold Coast Titans 18. 
I don't really feel like there's much to talk about this with this game. The the Raiders just seem to put it together with with like no effort whatsoever. Get a big shout out to Sia Soliola who seemed to walk through a national park in that gap. There was so much space. He could have built a large house and celebrated like he thought something was wrong. It was great. <laughs> he did. He looked like he, he he looked like he'd done something wrong. It was what Ken Co esque that celebration. Was it? Yeah. Well, I watched this game with friend of the pod Susie. I mentioned her last week. I watched it with her mm. at her her, her fiance's place and, yep. and their Raiders fans. And uh, good experience to you know because one thing you know with Raiders fans is that they enjoy the highs obviously, but the moment they can see the try ever, they just think it's they crumble. It's, it's I was org, at work, yeah. one of the guys a Raiders fan, and when it was what was it eighteen nil and the Titans scored once, he was like, "Fuck, here we go." Yeah, it was like I remember being at the game last year when they played Penrith, and Penrith did run them down, but yeah. it's one of those stadiums that they were into it. The Viking clap happened, and whatever they were going great. Raiders are winning. Penrith scored one try, and the whole place was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> it's gonna, it's happening, it's happening." It's and happening then the players again. on the field are like, oh, "Is it happening?" <laughs> God. Guys, we need to have a meeting. Um, all the 20,000 people here think it's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. <laughs> it's got to be happening. I was, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I, I was happy to see Leipana firing on all cylinders again. Oh, mate. So was I. You know how much I enjoy watching those guys play rugby league. But also, great. I think if you don't enjoy them, you're watching the wrong sport. Shannon Boyd uh, turning up against his future team. Not bad. Hmm. <laughs> he he yeah, was on his, fire. His best game of the season. Best game I've seen him play. Mile. Um, and Tarpane, good again. Quietly having a really good year. And probably getting suspended again. No, he didn't, but idiot. <laughs> As for the Titans, I mean, here's my new McFadden, Garth Brennan. Yep, he's dropped Connie it, Hurrell it this week. Looks so good for like two weeks. Well, he, it was like we we said it said at the time. He he went up there. He did his dumb rookie coach shit with his Penrith players. Dropped them all. They started, They won some games. They beat us. They beat Manly. Thought they sorted it out. And then no, back to square one. Bryce Carr in the halves again. And after saying in the first few weeks, Bryce Carr's not, not Carr's not a lock. We have to play him there this week. Oh, he's not a half, but we had to play him there. We only had two halves in the squad, whatever. Surprise, surprise, found another half to play next week. And, and Alex Brimson, who should have been there the whole time if you're dropping Kane Allergy, but that kind of stuff. But then again, Ryan James on the edge, stop doing it. Like, there's no surprise that all of the Raiders' points early on came right through Ryan James and Bryce Cartwright. Yeah. It's not James's fault he's built like a middle and, he, and he's 120 odd kilos and you're putting him out wide and hoping that he can move like an edge back row. He can't. He can't do it. You can't. And then he criticised Ryan James' form last week. He's like, mate, well, if you stop moving him every bloody week, maybe he'll be playing better. And he's playing just fine. And that's and the thing about his form is that he can only play as well as you allow him to play in a certain system. There's a point that you're making. If you're going to keep playing him out on the edge, then his form's going to go downhill. Yeah. You can't expect him to be as good as he's in the middle when he's on the edge, champ. That's not who <laughs> that's he is. That's how middles work. That's, like, that's it. He's, he's a great middle. And then they got unfortunate losing Jared Walsh and Jai Arrow in this game. It was over a moment that, ha- that those guys went off. But, well, uh, so what happened... Arrow has a, a like a, a rib contusion, yeah, a bone bruise. Still, yeah, he vomited when he tried to warm back up and we hit contact, and he vomited with the tackle bag from pain. That, so that's that doesn't, good. yeah, that's not good. Anyway, they went off to a wonderful hospital. And, and player been underratedly average this year as well as Ash Taylor. He looks like he's trying way too hard you with think, way too little. I feel like he's trying, not trying hard a lot of weeks. He's not doing enough. Yeah, fair. He tried hard in this game when the game was gone, but I mean. It's no longer rookie Ash Taylor. You're no longer ex- expectations shouldn't be low anymore. You paid him a million bucks. He's yeah. on the big dollars. He's over, he's had he's had two years in the league. He's supposed to be the guy in this team. He shouldn't be out in the right edge sulking when the ball doesn't come his way. He should yeah. be trying to get involved. And the criticism guys like you know a Milford will get having a bad game or similar. He should be getting the same. Because he played for the Titans, you shouldn't get a free pass for being, being shit house on the money you're on. He hasn't been good this year. He should be taking a line on more than he does. Mm. He's, and that's it. He should be supposed to be the guy. And I've seen many a Titans fan who have the same opinion now. And that, that you know, 
if they're critical of Kane, why aren't they critical of Ash right now? I don't know. True. But he's supposed to be his team. And then the rest of the team, I mean, dropping Connie, I know he's been bad this year, but the effort is always there. And we're seeing what Conrad Harrell can do when a coach believes in him, and I just don't think this one does. He, he's a 100% player. Like, whether he's decent or poor, I mean, he's yeah. always in there giving it his best. And sometimes that's the kind of player that you need. I know that we just criticised... Ash Taylor, as as you said, for not trying in a lot of games, but Connie gives it all though. Connie mate. always tries. Does. God and, loves a try, and he's you know he's out of the side for the likes of Dale Copley and Branko Lee, and Branko Lee's you know come on, he is a potato. Con. And then uh, you know, but uh, one positive is Fotuaka. I don't know how to say it. The Moiki, whatever his name is, off the bench was pretty good on debut. The uh, young young prop, eighteen year old fella, and he uh, had a t- he had to play bigger minutes thanks to the injuries, but he stood up to him and set a nice try up as well. I think it was pretty handy. But yeah, Raiders, um, they look like a top eight side. They just do. They've, they've been, and they're only one win outside it. So yeah. They've yeah, been forced into playing Havili more. It's working and Hodgson will be back soon. Man, and he looks good. They've lost Paulo for eight to ten weeks, which is really going to hurt them because they haven't got a lot of middles. Keep both those guys on the field at the same time, which I think will be fun. Keep who? Havili and Hodgson. Yeah, I think that's what will happen now when Hodgson gets back. Havili play a lot of lock. Mm. Just put him in the middle, let him work. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah. they've got a, um, you know, but I think like look like a top eight side. I think Aiden Caesar. Firstly, going to hooker, and secondly, having Austin taken away from him for a while has made him a better halfback there, if you get me. It feels like he went to hooker and, and realised, now this is what it's like to not be a halfback. <laughs> this is goddamn terrible. And then Austin went away as well for a few weeks, and he, and he had more control. He's been a, a quality half, I think, the last four or five weeks, and looks like the player they thought they bought a few seasons and he, ago. And he kind of feels like, so this is what I have to do to do all of the work now. Yeah, but he's he's been good. Yeah. So um, and his kicking game's been great. So the Raiders look like they're they're a team on the up. But we'll see what happens without without uh, Paulo. We we all know what a Raiders team on the up usually does. Yeah. The down it's, comes it's quickly. The roller coaster. Alrighty, New Zealand twenty six, West Tigers four. Uh, this, I I kind of watched this back and I went, how did this game not finish about fifty to ten? Yeah, they were, they killed them. They like the Warriors in glo- engaged globetrotter mode. They, some of their footy was just so, they, so good to they've watch. They've got a passy and a foa. I don't know if there's a more informed front row pairing in the comp at the moment. <laughs> yeah, right. And you think passy and a foa, you wouldn't think that. But that's no. what they're doing at the moment. They're killing teams at the middle, eh? Just cons- constantly. And I know Adam Blair's nothing exceptional. But doing some of the defensive work those guys aren't doing, it gives them a hand. Mm-hmm. Big time. And yeah, Johnson back, then he immediately gets hurt. So he'll be out for a couple of weeks. God, Isaac Luke looking good, so immediately gets hurt. And yeah. Johnson was just running the ball all the time. Poor Luke Brooks has improved his defence tenfold, and Johnson gave no shit. <laughs> Excuse me, I've got somewhere to be. Please. Excuse me, I jump and step it around, whatever. That, some of the tries they scored, and as you said, some of the, the Globetrotter-like plays on that right oh, edge. Oh, man. The tri- was it Fuss that scored? Like a, yeah. Oh, no, it was Mamala scoring in the corner. The, the Fuss. And I was offended they sent it up, sent it up just upstairs. How dare they check the foot? How just rude. Yelling Believe at the him. TV. Do not check the foot. It's a try. <laughs> I don't care what you thought you saw. It's a try. But, Only Badge was refereeing. But that was one of those ones that every single pass was perfectly timed yeah. and, and at the right uh, right place as well. Like from Johnson to Hiku uh, over to uh, Fusatov, a fantastic try. And they mm. had a few other times they cut him up and just didn't go their way. But it, it could have been anything this score. And, and then it, and then the two, the last two tries they scored through Lawton were the exact opposite. They were basically terrible. just like, I'm going to go straight through the middle, and then I'm going to go through the Most unlikely double of the year. Yeah. Well, and maybe ever. Goes to de- Carl de- Lawton. Was it his debut for them? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. 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 But uh, that's one of the things that happens. Right? If you bash him in the middle, then you start bashing him out wide. At this base, They're all going to fall apart. And yeah. as good as the Tigers' start to the year has been, if they lose this week, they're probably out of the eight. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they have been missing Russell Packer, which is a big part of their defense. And then Jacob Little out again because he just can't stay fit. 
But yeah, it's just we said this early in the season that if they don't fix their attack up, it's going to catch up with them at some point, yeah. and they just haven't. And once they're chasing points, they've got some of the bad Benji back in the last few weeks, yeah. overplaying his hand a lot and making mistakes. And then whilst Mahe Fanua and David Nofaluma are in a vacuum of both players that can make things happen, and Fanua's finish is one of the best you'll see this season, they're not the typification of what the Tigers are supposed to be, they're trying to be this year. Like those guys are, are error-prone and risky players and have, and in the team and, and risky in yardage. And they were a team that were trying to lay a solid platform and grind wins out. And it just doesn't fit, forget me. And then if you're going to do that, if you're not going to do that anymore, you're not going to score points, what are we doing here? Mm. Like, you know, you, and if you're not going to play Tui at fullback, then if, you, if, if this is happening, I don't know what we're doing here either. Corey Thompson is a handy player, but not creative. Yep. There's just no creativity coming through the side outside of Luke Brooks. But when it's one option... It's not that hard to shut down as a, as a defense. Yeah, either. you can't you can't expect to keep teams to nil. Oh, every week their attack in the twenty is close to the worst of the competition currently. Yeah, if they, their options are now they, they they play throw it to Luke or throw it to SR Masters, and, and they're both being in good form this year, but it's just not yeah. enough. Yeah, they it's, don't have a reasonably tough next few weeks, so there's plenty don't. of chances to bounce back. Well, they, well they, they had the tough start to the year, which is why they have a good yeah. few weeks coming. But you know, you have got to make deci- defenses make decisions in their own twenty, and they haven't been making them do that. They've been making it's been pretty easy for teams to defend them currently. Maybe Packer comes back this week and locks their own defense up, and they improve. But yeah. Certainly not the shadow of the side they were in the first five rounds. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, on to Endeavour Field. Cronulla Sutherland, 22, Parramatta, 20. What did it, what did, was Endeavour a company? What did they make? It's named it after name? the boat that oh, Captain okay. Cook came on, mate, at Cornell. Ah, yes. Sir John Endeavour. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Dave. Uh, poor old Moses. Uh, was it, though? Like, if it was going to happen to any player... <laughs> It was <laughs> it's brutal, isn't it? I feel for the bloke. Just like the the shot of him all you, on his own, all by myself. This happens so rarely. Like you, for, like it's so often the case. Like you, or it, or if it happens, we forget about it. I can only really like I can remember dozens of guys making sideline kicks to tie a winner game, but I can't. Re- I can only remember like two or three misses. Yeah, it was yeah. like it wasn't I mean, even really sideline either. Like no, yeah, I remember. Um, JT in the grand final. The... Remember Daily Cherry Evans against Souths in Gosford and Andrew Walker for the Roosters in about 2004. And they're the only ones that can really spring to my mind immediately. You yeah. had to kick it. Like, we all know this. Mate, it just, sounds just dumb. Kick, but like, just kick the goal. It, it was... I, I watched that kick back and he so he starts it in the middle of the of the, uh, of the the goals. The, po- the flags on top of the goals are pointing left to right. But if you look at the flags behind the goals, they're all pointing right to left. Oh, really? I'm like, mate, you did that. those flags aren't on top of the post. They're not real. They're, they're stapled on. Yeah. But uh, it was a very enjoyable five minutes. Firstly, Moreland's <laughs> defense costing the Sharks that. points, yeah. and then Moses missing a kick. Surely, always having a good time. <laughs> Surely, the two points goes to Parramatta though, because we had the David Gower balloon moment. We did. <laughs> like that, yeah, that's that's a, that's a balloon moment. It is. <laughs> so they win, right? Change, yeah. the, to overturn the game. Yeah. I did. Um, it was a bludger of a game to the last seven minutes, though, wasn't it? And I just Bloody did hell. like on the last try that, that when Tabo Moroa got it, he just put his head down at Matty Moylan. It's like, well, something's going to happen here if I run at him, yep. and he did, and things happened. And, and that's Matt it. Moylan let in, let in, and tr- let in the points at the end, and then it was also responsible for that obstruction that cost Val Holmes a hundred minute try. It was a t- well. it was a tough call. Not a great a, few minutes right for the young call. man. But he might have been dropping like a son if they ended up losing. He is one of the close to the worst signing of the season. He's been terrible. In I games. bet you're gutted about that. What? Oh yeah, t- it hurts. It hurts so much. <laughs> but you know, he's making. But the thing is, he's not that he's not even not adding things. He's taking things away. Yeah, making yeah, mistakes. Took a dry away. Um. Uh, yeah, Fafita, great again. He's really leading from the front. They get Gallon back this week, and after their shit start, they're now sitting in the middle of the table, and they can really make the move in the next few weeks. Well, that's it. Fafita, 
taking Origin off his back is seen to lift that monkey off his back, yeah. essentially. But he's a bloody. He's now he's saying he's not even going to watch Origin. Just shut your mouth, you sour puss. It's all you cared about for years. Now you're not going to worry. Watch it. Turn it up. Mm. But him getting that personally for his own performance. The moment he said he wasn't playing Origin, he's gone straight back up to the player he was a year yeah. and a half ago. Yeah. So he's been playing quite well. And uh, he put a pack without Gallon and the likes on his back, really. So Gallon played this game, didn't he? What am I saying? No, he didn't. He's back this week. Yeah, back this week. But uh, Wade Graham only played short stint again. And, you know, he's putting these guys on his back with, you know, Joseph Paulo playing bulk minutes, for Christ's sake, in, in this day and age. And, yeah. they, and they won the game. They did all right. Mm. Yeah. So good fourth tackle hit-ups this week against the Raiders. Yeah. Looking I'll forward to it. Don't you worry. If they get a, when they get a set inside the 20, your boy's having three runs. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> Alrighty, so George Illawarra 34, Melbourne 14. Bang. Uh, wow. What was the most enjoyable part about this? Was it all of the refereeing calls <laughs> or was it Cam Smith being punched in the dick? It was um, Cam Smith being punched. Look, uh, I didn't know they were allowed to do that. I did not. And how dare, <laughs> how dare Jeremy Lattimore do that and in Cam Smith's milestone game? I know. You've got to respect <laughs> the no man. respect. It's his day. It's his big but day. It's like um, the appearance record. Oh, gets punched in the dick. Well, you know. It was, um, it was pretty funny, though. Like, you know, in that same tackle, Cam Smith was giving him an elbow to the face, face. Giving him a facial. So, you get what you deserve. And then yeah. tried to milk it and they scored. That was, that was, that was a good moment. He, um, he, he did look like a man in great discomfort, which made me very sad. You and Aiken is killing it. He's great. He is. This game was a dead set bludger, though. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, it didn't live up to the hype. Thirty four, fourteen. It's kind of weird. We had like two sort of top four battles. This game and Tigers Warriors, and they're both pretty shit ass games. Well, I mean, this one didn't help that it was hype for like four days, like it was the grand final. Oh, can, Fox, come back to us. Like Relax, having man. the countdown clock in the corner for the rest of the games. They probably but, got a great uh, reviewership for the game because of doing that. But God, come on, yeah, turn it up. You gonna do it for the spoon bowl this week? Actually, no. I take <laughs> it back because they. It was only on Fox that game, so I uh, take it back. I see that was going to be the point that I was making. How you would not be pleased if you were nine and you got the game that you did this Sunday? That's uh, on nine. They chose to pick. They, oh, of course, of watched, course. Well, yeah. No, but mate, the sad yeah. part is it probably got more viewers because no one in Sydney cares about the storm. Fair yeah. point. Yeah, unlucky for no, them. Sorry, I'm saying it. So it would have outrated that game anyway. Yeah. is what I'm saying. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Dragons middle fantastic again. They're just the same guys have been good all year. Just continue to be good. Gareth Wood again, fantastic. Yep. You and Aitken, as I said, just dominant. Yeah. yeah, you're making dominant, and then the storm pack. You really saw, saw the lack of uh, Jesse Romich and Tim Glasby. It, it wear it wear thin there, but also poor performances from Billy Slater. Probably his first average game. He of the looked year. really poor. He, he just overplayed his hand a lot. Yeah, a few forward passes and whatever. Then the Ken kick, Smith the was... kick, the kick. He kicked the ball out of the ground mm-hmm. over the de- on. I don't understand how it happened. He kicked the ball twenty meters past Running the dead ball line. It was yeah. terrible. And then um, Cam Smith got rattled by that dis- referee decision, which was the right decision. It just the referees we were struggling in communicating. The pocket with each referee other. should have a whistle, and this well, wouldn't be does. a problem. Like they, but they sometimes they blow them, and then the commentators get mad at the pocket referee for blowing them. And in this instance, he was yelling at check. If you go back and look, the, the pocket yeah, referee pulls it well his, before this. Yeah, yeah, so it was the correct call. That's it. Like you know, I understand that it's a hard one to cop if you're the Storm, but in the end, it was called before the play the ball. And whilst the Dragons and Storm players all played on like it was. Like it was, it was you know, ball was in play. Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. And then yeah, but that's it. I know that call happened, but it's not an excuse for how the storm played the rest of the game. Like it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like one of those ones that oh, it changed the game completely for them. It changed it a little. But it wasn't like the Boyd call, for example. Well, they had they had half time. Right after it, they only only cost them two points. Had half time, didn't really recover, and weren't playing great before it. You mm-hmm. know, like. That's it. There was some good moments from Ado Car though. Got a nice little hat trick chasing. Justin Olam was okay on debut as well. Defence not not great, but yeah. 
Storm just got beaten off the park up the middle by, by this Dragon side and Dragon just set that benchmark that, you know, as the best side in the competition now. For them, though, their biggest fear would have to be going through the rep period now. I know there's only one origin affected round, but they're likely to have most of their 17, bar the, like Matt Dufty and one or two others, feature in rep weekends, be it for blue, the Blues or, you know, over the Pacific Test, like PNG or Samoa, yep. similar. Well, you've got Graham going to the England Test. Exactly well. right. So their main worries now will be fatigue from that period and yep. injuries. We've seen plenty of teams go through, go into the rep period in, in good form and come out in a different different shape, but... If the if you know if the grand final is in three weeks, no one's stopping them. Yeah, but we'll see. You know, see how they go. What was the, the what was the Dragons' record last year going into? Oh man, I don't know, like sixty-two had, or something ridiculous. They've had good records going into mid-year yeah. a few times now. Hey, they do feel like a different beast this year, though. Just they do. Run, they're just running on so many cylinders, and their yeah. defense is just so solid as well. And I mean, we've discussed like we've discussed their bench, the strength of their bench. Like they make Jer- they're making Jeremy Lattimore look like a competent rugby league player. Yeah. So that's I'm a little worried about their use of Kurt Mann as a bench block. I know the other packs killing it so much that they're doing that, but again, they're doing it this week with Zach Lomax uh, taking Reeks, taking Reeks Robson's spot. It's like they're handing debuts out to people now. We're we're going to beat them this week. Are you? Yeah. There you go. That does it. You know, upsets do happen. I don't think it's that much of an upset. But yeah, a bit of a, bit of a bludger for... Uh, for the yeah, top. didn't live up to the hype, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, Dragons, awesome. Alrighty, Eastern Suburbs 22, Manly Warringah 20 <laughs> at Moore oh, Park. Big Dick Vic, saving the game. It was... Uh, what a tackle. God, that was he, good. He, he just, every time he wants to make contact with somebody, he makes it at 100 miles an hour and wraps them up. And it's, it's like the man was born to tackle. It's quite odd when... He was great, but don't get me wrong, he was great. But it's quite odd when the losing... It's, it's always weird when the losing team has the bloke who was head and shoulders above every other player on the field, and yeah. that was Martin Tapao in this game, yeah. who has been a one-man wrecking crew for the Eagles all year while everyone around him, except maybe Jake and Fanua Blake again. We've always gone back to the same three guys. Um, yeah. Everyone else around them just flounders. Yeah, Tapao was exceptional. You, everyone knows the numbers by now, but if you don't... Is he leading the league in tackle breaks yet? I don't think so. Twenty uh, Callum Ponger is. Uh, yeah. 26 runs, 290 metres, seven tackle breaks, 90 metres post-contact. You know, it's, it's just something else that, that the Bournemouth put together. Like, but, 90 metres post-contact is a try. Just dragging <laughs> people in three offloads. That's yeah. a whole field, that's, almost. That's a whole field from kick returns. Yeah. yeah. He, he, it was exceptional. But, you know, they couldn't take advantage of it. They outgained the Roosters by 600 metres. Their full pack outgained the Roosters by 500 metres. And again, those key so players... They had the skill and guile of Jackson Hastings. Yeah, the, those key players didn't stand up. Dylan Walker, we know, is on a 5'8". But he had that one you moment, had, Victor Rat, Big Dick Vic, smashed him. Yeah. And then, you know, Tommy Turbo had a stinker. Jake Turbo, not that great. Even though he was good cutting the ball, wasn't yeah. that great in the creative moments? He, he, he got involved a bit too much for my yeah. liking. And then nothing came from Appy or no. DCE. And DCE missed that easy kick as well from in front. Oh, it was not a shogger. Laughable. And then he nailed, nailed, nailed like two or three the so, yeah, yeah, um, Not great from the key players. Like, like, no. Tommy Turbo's... And, the, you go, sorry. No, so you go. So Tommy Turbo's game for me was summed up when he's trying to run to the 30 and falls down. Yeah, like it, you've got the chance to make a good bust. You've Five got the chance errors. to do something with it, and you sit on the on your backside. Mitchy, I know you said he'll never play for them again, but what has to happen for Jackson Hastings? He'll never play for them again, man. Nothing's okay. happened. Nothing. All right. It had to get more injuries, and that the force. I did. Was what to play. It, it wasn't funny, but you had to laugh when Dylan Walker goes down late in that game as well, and you're just like, bloody hell, another six is going down. It's like every single person that could possibly play five eight. They'll put Bob Fulton in there before they. Well, begin. I mean, well, I mean, Curtis Siren is one of their injuries, and he obviously great six. Mate, they're, they're going to throw. I'm, I'm still on the before Mitch will play six by the years out. One of them will still on that way again. Where are we? What are we? What are we in? We're at Around the start top. of May. Uh, I'll give you before the end of June. He <laughs> yeah. will play six. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, for the, the Roosters, as you said there, Victor Radley just came on there and took it. Took the game 
to the to the uh, Manly Pack and put two hits onto Powell, one of them illegal. But I did enjoy as well. Marty was all about it. He's just come at me again some. But yeah. that, I, I think I said this to you guys at the time when that happened, when he hit to Powell yeah. high. It was like, if I hit Martin to Powell in the face and he got up laughing, I'd just leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not fucking staying I would here. Cha- I would change my name and, and <laughs> leave the country. Get the fuck but, out of here. Uh, buddy, I'd like to announce my retirement from the game. God bless. See ya. But a 5 foot 11, 92 kilo, 20 year old being the biggest hit man in the league is something else. But I'm loving it. He's been putting hits on every week and, and he really Really, he's been changing the, 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 yeah. the bat, forward battle. They lose this the game field. if he doesn't play because he made that tackle on Dylan Walker. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, I did have to laugh. We've talked at length about commentators taking the hyperbole to 11 this year. Mm. Oh, Kurt Baptiste is really going to make a difference when he comes. I was like, mate, calm down. It's, it's I, Kurt I, Baptiste. I saw one of them, I can't remember who, tw- a journalist tweeted, he's going to change their season. <sighs> Jake Friend has been poor, but let's calm down. Change, Jake Friend has been very average, but it, yeah. Kurt Baptiste is not changing their season. Relax. Yeah, relax. But what that does mean is it frees up Radley to play as more of a loose forward, which I think might be better for them just in terms of how good he is. Boy, am I sick of hearing about how Latrell not getting the ball is everybody else's fault, by the way. Yeah. They should it. definitely get in the ball more in the attacking areas. They definitely should do that. But it's not everyone else's fault he doesn't get the ball anywhere else in the field. Every other outside back in the comp, they want more ball. They just go get the ball. You've got to go look for it. Every like time. I don't, if you sit yeah. Sorry, you said every outside back. I'd like to remind you, Dan Gagai plays in the NRL. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, when he's on the wing, he does okay. go looking for the True. ball. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I mean... And their attack, their team. They won. They won. I know, but their attack is still disgusting. It's, and just, it's such. A, I can't. I don't know what to make of their season. Like they're shitting out these awful wins against terrible teams. Like they beat the Bulldogs six 0 They won this game against an awful Manly team by two points. I'm trying to think who are they? They've got five wins. I think they're the same record as South and Brisbane. Yeah. But who are they? and there? I don't think any. I don't really can't look back at a Roosters win this year and been like, damn, that was good. But I guess yeah. it doesn't matter because they won five games. So they, they only have a points differential no, of 20. No, when they beat I the Sharks, was it? To... The Sharks was a good win. And then uh, there, was another, there was another one where they had a win. Kronk had that great game. Oh, and they smashed the Knights. Yeah. But, but you know, yeah. But, that's... but, you know, they got smashed by South. They got smashed by the Warriors. They got smashed by the Dragons. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. They're the least impressive 5-4 and four team I can are. ever remember. I know they're not going to sack him, but I feel like this is a team that needs to change. It just, just feels yeah. like that to me. That this, The attack is stale. The, the team looks stale. There's better, the players should be playing better than they are. We know these players are better than they are showing currently. And like, it seems to be, instead of shaking the attack up, they've doubled down on it. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, this is going to work. We're going to keep doing it. And it's going to work. You, and, you've, uh, you've beaten 8th, 10th, 14th, and 15th twice. Like, yeah. great. Yeah, that's it. And just nothing really, no real energy changing in the side either. You just can't, I just can't sit there and watch guys like uh, Takayaho, whilst he was decent in this game, but you know, Takayaho, Napa, Rhea Hargreaves, Madison, Board Cordner, Isaac Liu, underperform all year. Madison's been okay again, but people are looking at his tries a bit too much for me. But just, you know, to, those are good players. Yeah. You know, they should be winning the forward battle every week. Not getting and we've, out. Talk, we've talked about how poor Coydner Cordner, has been since he yeah. came back, but like that's there's a big difference between being in relatively poor form and just playing a way that makes you such a worse player than you can be. Well, they shouldn't be getting outgained by Tapao and Tavoyevich alone. The whole Roosters pack that is embarrassing. They, they sh- that's it. They just shouldn't be. But that that that, that happened. That's, uh, the, you know. Oh well. But we'll, we'll see. Like. Maybe Victor Radley can help bring energy to that side, but it should be inspiring others around him to see a twenty-year-old come on and do that stuff. Like that, you've got Dylan Napa there. He should be up there smacking fools as well, but he's just not. He the 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 Radley 
hit was was great. They all did get around him, but then like two minutes after that, they just drop off the pace and completely go back to how they were well, playing. That's it. He's, he's he's turning it up, right? He's on there t- putting turning. He's having a good up, time, turning the screws, and other people aren't going with him in that same intensity yeah. as they should be. Which which is demoralising, but yeah, it I is. guess we'll come on to that. But Can yeah, they're five and four, and they have quality players that will just probably keep winning them some matches just just by like, by that. The point that. Bungard was making before. If they don't beat the Knights by thirty points earlier in the season, they have a negative points differential, right? That that's the kind of team that they oh, are. Wait, we got negative points differential. How dare you? Well, you know, look, <laughs> I'm just I'm spitting facts here. Fam. But it is, you know, but this is a, yeah. We all know what expected of this team, but we just know these players are better than what they're showing. I mean, uh, Jake Friend is probably playing as the worst hooker in the competition currently. Probably in the form. I don't know who's yeah, in the worst form. Yeah, yeah, worst form. That's for sure. I can't think of like you know. I don't like Mitch Rain, but he's not a starter. He's being he's, he's, only he's being outplayed by Slade Griffin. Let's put it that way. Yeah, maybe, yeah. That'll be about it. But, they, you know, I think you might be on form the worst hooker going around. Do we want to pick the games for next week? Yeah. Chuck them in this week. All right. Thursday night, Leichhardt Oval, the home of rugby league or some shit like that. West Tigers, North Queensland. Sa- sausage sizzle, gold coin, some bullshit. No yeah. toilets. No toilets. Uh, <laughs> no toilets. Um, West. Uh, so, JT's never beaten the Cat Tigers outside of Townsville. That's never. funny. That's a great start. Good start. Yeah, so even, for it. So he, or even when they, they've been high-flying, they've lost them down here. Um, don't know if Scott Bolton will play off the allegations. He's been cleared by the NRL to play until he gets found guilty, but I feel like it's so fresh that he might not yeah. play this week. Uh, if I were him, I would be getting the fuck out of Sydney. Yeah. And then the uh, Tigers have Russell Packer back. They put Elijah Taylor at nine. Still Benji at six. But the, the, And Little's back on the bench, though. So I think I might lean the Tigers... At Leichhardt. I've they seen more for them this It's year. weird. Cowboys stink. At, uh, they just... T- Tigers have a habit of beating good teams at Leichhardt and shit ones. Whatever. Yeah. I'll take Tigers. North Queensland favourite for this one somehow. Yeah. Uh, alrighty. Friday evening mm-hmm. at Hunter Stadium. I like Newcastle, that you said Penrith. that with a quizzical tone in your voice as though the schedule's not locked in. <laughs> it's several yeah. months in advance. <laughs> uh, Newcastle versus Penrith. Do they play at 6pm Friday every week? I think Is that's... Is it a third game? I, I think, think that's then. the vibe. Uh, they belong there. Uh, Penrith. Yeah. Penrith for me too. It's it's a tough one just with Penrith because they've got so many injuries. Yeah, but, true. I mean, Merrin has been named to start, but I feel like he probably won't. And then you're looking at you know a, a debutante or Tom Eisen who hasn't played first grade in six years to come onto the bench. I don't know. But then you look at Newcastle's team when they put the team in a blender. Josh King starting it at prop. You've got Barnett back on the edge. That happened last week, but he's back on the edge. Aguera at lock. Uh, Land's back in for Cogger. It's a lot of changes. Mm. But I feel like I might go the Knights with this one just at home and it's going to be a high point scoring game. But I feel like, I hate that probably, but I feel like Pong is good enough to exploit the, the lack of pen and familiarity on their edges defensively. Mm-hmm. The lack of combinations on their edges. Yeah. Uh, how many points is Ken Seo going to drop this week? No, he's, he's usually an okay player. He'll be fine. He just had a bad game. He'll be fine. 10. Canterbury and Parramatta Friday night. At the Olympic Stadium, this is going to be shit. This well, this is the this is the TV game, mate. This is Friday 8 p.m. game, and this is like <laughs> Parramatta <laughs> lost more players. I lost Case of Pritchard and Tim Manor last week. I don't want to watch this. They're so bare boned. I'm going to go to bed. Well, I'll be <laughs> up in prison for double header. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Parramatta, but fuck. CSO Avave's back in. I I feel like I might be going the Bulldogs, and I don't like it. God, what a horrible game. What a what. What if we knock the stadium down with them? Let's cancel rugby league on Friday. Went off two has been named a debut for the Bulldogs, but still, not, not, there's like no juice in that side being you know been provided anywhere else. I, yeah. I feel like when these two teams run into each other, they're all just going to fall down, and they're not going to be able to complete the match. I can't do it. I'm picking Para. I can't do it. <laughs> I'll take Parramatta as well. Uh, Parramatta favourites for that one too. Uh, Warriors versus Eastern Suburbs at Mount Smart. 
Give me the Warriors by 13 plus. Well, we saw the Warriors put the cranks on the, the Roosters last time, put them in the stocks in public. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're, they're missing Sean Johnson, but it hasn't seemed to really kill them. Sean Johnson last time. I, I wanted to know yeah. about Isaac Luke's fitness, even though he's Good been point. named. If he's he out, was awesome in that game. It would change the game a lot, but I'm going the Warriors at home. You can't look past how they're playing, no, even, they're, yeah. even without Sean. Yeah, Warriors. Uh, first leg of the doubleheader at Lang Park, Melbourne versus the Gold Coast. That's 5.30 on Saturday evening. I will take Melbourne by seven. Gold Coast won that crazy game last yeah, year, but I, I don't see it repeating. Melbourne. No, you've got you've got uh, the sto- uh, sorry Titans without Comrade Hole now. They're trying Alex Brimson in the halves as a talented player, but what a worse debut could you think of if you if you're a young Melbourne, player? Melbourne Melbourne at Lang Park. Yeah, Sun Corp. And then uh, yeah, they haven't got Jairo either, and Wallace is a bit under a cloud. So yeah, Storm Jeez. by how much? Jairo has been their best player this year. He has. They're, they're in trouble. Gold Coast at five bucks for that one. Ba-bum. If you would like to lose some money, yeah. Uh, Melbourne to win that the meters battle by a thousand meters. <laughs> uh, Manly Warringah versus Brisbane is the second leg of the double header. That's also at Lang Park. It's the anniversary. Uh, Manly. Are a sneaky chance here with their pack. Mm-hmm. I think they are. I think Tapao again nice. as he's been playing, and with the, the defensive edges with Cody back in the halves for the Broncos. Who knows? But I am taking the Brisbane at home. Just you know, their pack's also been turning up on a weekly basis, and see if Nick Arima back in the halves with Dimitri as the assistant coach will will re- revive him like he did last Brisbane, year. Brisbane, and Dale, this is the anniversary of fourteen. It's the fourteen nil dickhead yeah, day. It is. What a day! You know, I really hope Manly get up fourteen nil and lose. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, Sunday afternoon South. at the Olympic Stadium, Souths versus St. George Illawarra. Give me we'll St. George. Put, 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 put a lot of money on it. We're going to win. I'm going at St. George, but I'm Trader. looking forward to Sam Burgess turning it up in this game because he has been doing that this year as well, but coming off those suspensions <laughs> the game after, he's yeah. cranked it up. You, you, you better watch your scrotums, Dragons forwards. <laughs> Sam Burgess is on the field. Mate, him um, and DeBellin going at each other. going to be an awesome battle. And they're going to have Inglis trying to get revenge on you and Aitken. You've got the full, like, two great young fullbacks in Johnston and Dufty. There's just class matchups all over the field. It's a good game. I'm really excited about this game. Spewing, I can't go. I'll be at a Mother's Day thing. Oh, the best. What a joke. Oh, Mother's Day. This <laughs> game. Uh, Rugby League was my real mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. she never hears this. Yes, please. Uh, I am going to go UNH plus two and a half, sitting English on his butt. Uh, I think the, I think the I think the old dog will get one back on him this week. Sure. Uh, Canberra versus Cronulla Sutherland at yeah. Bruce Stadium okay. is the TV game on Sunday for ten. <laughs> okay. Again, cracking game at two and a bit of a stinker at four. Good I think, work, Channel. I think this is going to be an interesting one. No, this is an interesting this will be a fun rivalry, game. No, That's true. The Raiders fans. I don't want Michael hate Ennis on commentary. Yeah. It's yeah. A shame. Well, they've got um. Gallon's back. Uh, Jason Bakuya starts in the back row with Wade Graham out again now. So it's it's, it's a getting healthier shark side. But Canberra have been playing all right. They're down in Canberra. I know um, Paulo's out. but it, I'm is, gonna... it is going to be three degrees at kickoff. It's going to be freezing this week. I'm going to back them to find a way to win it. Yeah, Canberra down there. Canberra by 1 to 12 for me. Give me the Raiders by a couple. But they'll be winning by like 20 and they'll end up winning. <laughs> is it happening? Is it happening? It's, it's happening. happening. It's, it's happening. always happening. Oh, I know they're going. Are they going back? Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, no, it's Simi Redradra. And Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Simi Redradra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Redradra. There is not a week that goes by that I don't love that. So do I. Just for the Meet record. Meet Sammy back. To bring him back. 
please. Alrighty, news. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dean Pay slugged with a $25,000 fine for bagging the referees. It's funny. One of the favourite things I have with Bulldogs fans is the the claims of conspiracy against them all the time, but also anytime anything goes in their favour, every other cram base claims conspiracy for the Bulldogs because of Todd Greenberg being the CEO. It's just conspiracies all over the shop with the dogs. Um, obviously, it's a heavy fine, but okay. Don't, <laughs> you don't can't be out the there refs. saying things like, we weren't meant to win that game. Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't question the ref's integrity. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And what do I have to say to the boys when I go back in the sheds? Uh, and by, here's the rule book. <laughs> <laughs> or have, have an next time they kick a bomb at you, you, you try and catch it. That was the interesting part of that to me, was that that call, no one really argued with it. Even on the commentary break, yeah. it was like, oh, you hate to see it, but it's a penalty. And then on they crossed Matty John's show afterwards, Matty John's like, yeah, it's, it's the right call. Yeah. Oh, like, Matty John's wrapped Darius board after the game. That was great. That's true. He they clearly didn't, didn't watch the game. Matty and Gordy <laughs> were like, oh, yeah, Darius was much better this week. And he was pulled like, a well, Better than when. <laughs> um, Put his hand up for Origin. <laughs> Jesus. To be fair, put you put him on that left wing outside GI. Uh, he'll, he'll be fine. They'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is funny. Good to see them taking a hard line. No place for it. Get yeah. it out of here. Tired of it. And he just validates that whole fan base that okay, just constantly blames the, the thing is, if he did, if he did this on the field, he would have been sin binned. Oh, I just love like, how fans try to feel sorry for him, the amount of money he's getting fined. Oh, yeah, Ricky only got 10 for this. I got 25 for that. Whatever. He got I wonder what Clemmer said, by the way. Clemmer, I don't know. Because the Sutton yeah. said, it's not what you said, it's how you, it's what you said. So it's not that you spoke to me, it's what you said. Because yeah. Clemmer's like, I'm the captain. Yeah. So he must have said something bad. Interesting. Well, he's not, not well, a smart man. I mean, he's, again, having he's him been standing captain. for spraying Gerard Sutton before. Yeah. If you remember Good Friday having 2015. Having him as standing captain, not genius. Probably not. Then again, Josh Jackson now but in the middle ever, working. He has to go off the field. Was there ever a better representative of that fan base than a raving lunatic who yeah, doesn't understand right. the rules? <laughs> Glad you said that. Alrighty, uh, Penrith could struggle to name a team this week because they have <laughs> 6,000 people injured. It's interesting. As we said, if you are available, please contact Penrith yeah. Panthers Rugby League Club. They want to hear from you. Shanta? Yeah. I was thinking, but you know... Put him in the middle. Let him work. Mate, right. you, you need someone who's not going to get injured oh, mid-game. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. At least he'd be on the minimum, you know. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, their injured players worth $4 million, Mitch. Sound about right? $10 million. $60 million. Let's throw more figures at things. Speaking of throwing <laughs> figures at things, Qatari Syndicate wants to buy Manly. Is Why? that what they call North City Bears now? The <laughs> Qatari Syndicate. <laughs> hey, well, Qatar's flag is the same colours as Manly's yeah. jersey. I do like that every, oh, I do yeah. like every year now, there's now a yearly The Bears Are Coming Back article. Like Please. today, it was like, oh, there's a, there's a Bears Syndicate. Ultimate forming. revenge on Manly. <laughs> They're going to buy them. <laughs> to be fair, that would be the funniest timeline. It would be the best one. This is like Greg Florimo just burning Brookvale to the ground <laughs> and laughing like a madman. Building man. black and red apartments on top <laughs> of <laughs> Very pro. Or a, a bear zoo that only has bears. <laughs> I would go to that zoo. It'd bears be are good. sick. Different kinds of bears. Red yeah. bears. Indian bears, bears. Kodiak bears. Koala brown bears. Brown bears. Pandas? Caramello. That was a koala. Yeah, caramello koalas. That could be the only thing you could buy. A pandas koalas. Oh, mate, I'm pro a caramello koala stand. There's a stand. <laughs> Are pandas koalas? No. You just said they were. No, I said caramello koalas. They're right, bears. I misheard you. That's okay. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Good Lord. This is really trying off the tracks. My apologies. Well, um, we're learning we, a lot today. We, we can't really pandas say much. Pandas are not koalas. That's true. <laughs> They're the koalas of the East. <laughs> Uh, we, can't really, in the <laughs> we can't really discuss too much, but Scott Bolton's uh, allegations are currently before a court. Indecent assault. Indecent assault. Um, a 49-year-old lady at a club. Yep. Well, don't do that. <clears throat> if, June 19th, I think, court date? Yeah. As I said earlier, if I was him, I'd be bunkering down and I definitely wouldn't be in Sydney because there's no better place. There's there's no worse place for him to be at the moment. Tearful, tearful statement that I saw on the news on the way here. Yeah. 
yeah, not great. There's not much that we can say about it. As I well, said. also, the story hasn't really come out in any in any shape yeah. or form yet, so no. Uh, alrighty, on to injuries. Uh, it seems that everybody at Manly is injured, so we'll gloss over those. Junior Polo <laughs> out with a foot sprain, eight to ten weeks. Sean Johnson is a maybe. Is he, did we say he's been named this week? No, he hasn't. Uh, it's Mason Lino, mate. Oh, the Lino the show. Serve grades back. Alrighty, good stuff. So one to two weeks. Moses Leota, as we said. Uh, Pectev, eight weeks. Tim Manor, eye socket. Who knows? He's made of glass. Uh, Trent Marin has a finger injury. We Wasn't that an upset that? seeing Tim Manor going off with a legitimate head injury <laughs> rather than a free substitution? Wasn't that an upset? <laughs> Not a knee injury either. No. Oh. Not a ham cushion. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Kaiser Pritchard also with a groin strain for weeks. Yeah. Uh, Jack Hetherington. Was that was that a grapple uh, grapple tackle for a week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Did he actually get suspended though? Gra- I know Grapple. Radley's been offended. I don't think even they've been suspended yet. They have they? They've been referred. Uh, Bill Radley's been suspended for being too good. That's yeah. what I like to think. He did hit him in the face. Yeah, we're making that. We're, we're fighting. We're, we're, we're fighting. Boo Radley's good. Look, Boo Radley has more public support, but I think that's more for your common idiot. Yeah, we've we've risen <laughs> populous. I know. Oh, this is high class up Big Dick Vic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, let it be known that we were on the start of this. Yeah, Big Dick Vic. We're, we're, we're sticking with you, common form. We're here to please the populace. <laughs> we we know. Yeah, we're aware of that. Here for the intellectuals, Dale Root. That's where Big Dick Vic hits. <laughs> Can't wait to see that printed. Can, can we get Camden onto that? Get, get that printed in the telly. Well, let's get that. Uh, t-shirts, mate. Big dick V. T-shirts. What are we going to get? That? <laughs> Can't wait for these T-shirts. Alrighty. Why not? Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have a of questions. Question time. Alrighty. From that Patton Meister. Uh, if he had a dollar for every wrong option Blake Austin and Matt Moylan took on the weekend, could he buy a small on the Pacific? Yes. You could probably buy a house in Canberra. That's at least a GDP of France, Matt Moylan mistakes. That's a, yeah. <laughs> at least. Maybe GDP of Greece. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. It's uh, a, I think you'd actually have to give people money. Yeah, if that's that negative errors. Yeah, ne- okay. negative. Perfect game. Uh, at Simon, score 393. Uh, if you have one grain of sand, you uh, wouldn't say that is a pile of sand. So you add a grain, that's still not a pile. Same with the third and the fourth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How many grains of sand before we have a pile of sand? How big are the grains of sand? Uh, it's if you can make a footy kicking tea out of it, that's a pile of sand. Yeah, that's oh, fair. I like it. Oh, wow. Okay. And his next question, like the old saying goes, one death is a, is a tragedy, one million deaths is a statistic. Is Simo on acid? <laughs> 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 apparently, apparently, no. He's on like crocodile or whatever those like low grade fucking. Is he? No is he on one of those weeks where he's working remotely and losing his mind? He's again? on bath salts in Rockhampton. <laughs> well, that's what he's got to be on. And he says. What individual death is the crossover between death and statistic? What's Jesus. the what's the who's the line? Who's the he line? He said one death is a tragedy, one million deaths is a stat. Statistic. What's the where's the line? How many people died on nine eleven? One Red. more. Th- one more than that is a statistic. Is it? There you go. Good shout. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Mm. Um, Brett O'Shank, if you had your five best mates around for a barbie, what would be on the menu? I don't know. I'd meat. Okay. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be cooking, so. That's true. I delegate. Yeah. Good, well, good yeah. delegate. You'd be Charlie making protein be muffins and not much else. That's true. <laughs> That's dry They're very dense. Muffins. Hey, you ate Bis- them. They're more like biscuits. <laughs> biscuits <laughs> Listen, you ate the muffins. Biscuits right? is kind. So you can just... Yeah, yeah sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, your you ends like cookies were great, to be fair. Thank they you. They were, were good. They were good. Uh, well, you. did well. What would I cook on the barbie? Well, I, I like overcooking if I actually hosted a lunch, but God, it's very rare that I actually host something. But Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind slow cooking something on the barbie. Mitch mm, just, like just shuddering at the thought of being in a room with five people at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 
So three disgusting. more than my limit. Yeah. <laughs> Five people I have to entertain and talk to. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just go your standard sausages and um, chi- uh, chicken kebabs and steaks if people want them. Yeah. yeah. Steak and ribs generally for me. Yeah. Maybe snags. Just, it depends. If we're getting really drunk, snags is always good because later on you're just oh, eating snags they're on fine. Oh, mate. And yeah. about four million caramelized onions because there's never enough yeah, of that. That's true. Bump. You can't that, that caramelize means that you enough onions. Cut onion. up literally 10 kilograms of onions. Yeah, and sweat them down for four hours, get them real caramelized, yep. and we'll get, we'll get into mm. business here. Mm. What about you, Dale? You, you, you sound like a barbecue man. Oh, I was going to say, you know, you know, like uh, Donna Kebabs, yeah. you yep. could do that on a single, like a small skewer and then just shave it off for people as you they can. want it. Well, I'm very pro. I like doing a bit of Mexican pork or beef Ooh, yeah. and then just do it, throw on the tortillas on the grill yep. as well and then just, I've got a million hot sauces. And all people can need, serve themselves so you, you can entertain. Well, all, all you need to do there is just provide some limes, some onion and some, and some or, uh, sorry, what am I saying? Oregano, please. <laughs> some cilantro, as I'd say. Uh, <laughs> as the Americans would say. And then all my hot sauces and that's, that's it. Cover the bases. I'll skip the hot sauce. You will. You'll, you'll skip the flavour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll have mayonnaise. Oh, too hot. But yeah, <laughs> it's that's spicy, this mayonnaise. So, okay. Um, Matt, that's butter. <laughs> and Bredo Shank also follows up. What would you cook for a girl on a first date? Well, you've got to, you've got to know the lady in some way. I was going to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cook for a woman it's on a first date. It's a bold play on a first date. Yeah, that's really ballsy. Well, also, as a very good cook, I would. Yeah. <laughs> but first date at your place is... Yeah, it's is not a great. bold strat. Yeah, the, in the bloke's house. Come yeah. watch the footy with the like, seven recliners <laughs> in the projector. But ignoring all that, let's try to answer the question. <laughs> okay, well, so it, it depends on the lady and, and the mood and, and the season, mm. right? But You play it safe, right? You just go something oh. like spaghetti. Uh, you do pasta or something, yeah. but oh, I'm still pro cooking a really nice steak and then really nice sides as well. So mm. it's, it's an easy thing. So like, if, for, for a really nice steak, I'd probably reverse sear a, a, a ribeye or similar. Yep. And then we we cut it off the bone and share that. So you know, half yep. a half a kilo steak. If there's one thing I know about women, it's they really enjoy eating large hunks of meat. Well, that's it. Well, that's why I'd cut it off the bone and shred, like thinly slice it, and then okay. take and it then, as you and want. And then it'd go down in the middle of the table, so you take slices you want. Yeah. Oh, if you yeah. don't like a good steak anyway, you're not coming on a date with me anyway. You can that's get a fair point. That's amazing. We're not cutting down a carrot. And, <laughs> and, if, that. and if they <laughs> want the steak, and if they want the steak well done, you ask them to leave. You do, and okay. then I'll make some chimichurri. Mm. And then yep. I'll do some maybe some duck fat potatoes. I've also got this other thing which is you might like, Dale, is that if you get like potatoes and put them through a V slice, are really really thin, yeah, really thin, then stack them back up. So get, uh, yes, and then yes. cut a square out of them. Yeah, I've seen fry this. that square. Yeah, very good, very good, yeah, very it's, good. It's like a Hasselback, like a classy Hasselback potato. It is that, yeah, or I'll do my good. potato back, which is quite good. Yeah. I've had, actually I've cooked Simo this before my potato back and steak. He was he, he would report back as great, and then. Have uh, you know options if you like blue cheese as well when you steak? There's blue cheese on the side. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's some vegetables. Yep. That's what I do. Yeah. And if not uh, spaghetti, a boring thing like that. Well, it's a safe bet. It's a safe bet, but yeah, you know, if she doesn't like good food, just get out. Anyway, <laughs> well, homemade pizza is also one I wouldn't mind doing. That's yeah. more casual. I'm taking and settlers it's, on it's, fourth tackle. You're throwing yeah. thirty yard cutout balls. Oh, yeah, here, uh, inside home, your own homemade 20. pizza is good because it's really if you make the dough beforehand, it's it's effectively a twenty minute meal. It is. And you can, you know, you do it yourself. If you want to actually have a decent date, you can do like, oh, put whatever you want on it and whatever yeah. entertaining food thing. Maybe throw some shit at her because that's what you do, right? On dates, oh, get all cutesy. I've seen the rom coms, Dale. <laughs> I've seen the rom coms. Which rom com was throwing pizza at women? I don't know. One, one or two. Well, maybe I've watched the wrong thing. One of the wrong things I've been watching was rom coms on Food Network. The best <laughs> yeah. ones. Uh, Shadow eighty six. Given that Trent Marion just cut his finger during the warm up and Moses Leo to Tory's peck mid game. Should we take less games to the, to regional areas? I like it. A twist on an old classic. I like it. It's good. Definitely pro less games regional areas. Yes. Also, the right man to ask the question. It is very true. Uh, Catfish SC. 
got to change that handle, bro. You no, just he's gotta. fine. Leave him alone. Uh, do you think the Storm made a mistake in taking a home game to Suncorp as it robs them of a chance to celebrate Kansas' record-breaking loss and gave a home in Melbourne? It's yes. true. Very <laughs> good. Yeah, that's good. That's, still, that's my favourite trope, the trope still. It's, it's good. It, it hasn't lost its, it's got It's got legs. That's well, it's also, have, you don't get 10 of them a week. Like, when regional areas, you get like 20 a week at some point. The joke got trope. beaten like a dead horse. I shouldn't have said that just now. Either, <laughs> I was going to say. They're in um, behind the curtain now. At HoopDog87, a question for Matthew Fucktard. Wow. <laughs> Coming into winter. Oh, here we go. If I have a fluffy, a really fluffy cloud-like dog from a cold climate. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Would I be better served spending money on a dog sweater or some kind of hat for my balding head? Well, could I you was read g- the question without laughing so I can answer it? No, I was gonna, I was gonna ask why Link has a coat. Okay, he says. So for you, he says, if I have a really fluffy cloud-like dog from a cold yeah, climate, I do have a good dog. Would I for winter? Yep. Would I be better spent spending money on a dog sweater mm-hmm. or some kind of wool yep. hat for my balding head? Yeah. Well, he's bald. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm not. <laughs> balding. Make any s- balding. I don't read the question. I, I don't understand what Should he's saying. Should you put a jacket on your dog that has long hair or put a cap oh on your God, bald head? These losers <laughs> who can't live without me on their social media. <laughs> it's like the best part. It's a sad part. I'm the best part of your week. He's taking a shot at me on a podcast. That was a good shot, loser. though. I liked it. Jesus Christ. Um, the no. I the was dog gonna, jacket looks great. I was going to ask why Link has a dog. Uh, has a dog. Has a jacket. Stylish as fuck. What do you want true. from me? You should wrap him up in like a, a scarf. He's such a good boy. How would a dog wear um, a scarf? Budu Inya asked if the three of us were stranded on a desert island and had to huddle for warmth. Who is the little middle big spoon, and who I'd, gets eaten first? I'd kill myself. I think we've done this before already. That who, you know, that uh, I don't really. I'm not really pro spooning or human contact in general. So I'd rather probably freeze to death than hug two other blokes. That's the most I'd, Mitch thing I've ever heard. Swim, I would yeah, rather swim freeze to sea. death than hug someone. Swim into the true. sea. It's true. That's I mean, it. Come on, we're not getting married here. <laughs> Fuck you. We're just gonna die. Essentially the same thing, really. Yeah. Um, who we eat first? Well, I think we've done this before. I think it's Dale eat first, don't we? Yes. Thing from memory, yeah. There we go. Bit of Dale Belly. Get, rid of the, over the get rid of the useless one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will, couldn't use your height and, and utility, but whatever. Uh, I'm the only one that can make a fire, so yeah. There you That's go. True. <laughs> oh, I'll have some shimmy roots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of that. Leave me in the sun. Let yeah. me cure. Um, but but you Triple H is here for Dale's explanation of the budget. <laughs> Well, we, I haven't, we haven't seen it yet. We, we only seen a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It we're recording. It, we're, thankfully, we're recording as the budget's uh, coming He out. did look mid-break between question time and podcast. We had a quick look. We're cutting a, quick... a lot of money from the ABC. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Not the good. usual budgets. Yeah. 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 Uh, Frankie Anderson 987 says... The ABC's whole 24-hour-a-day broadcast is just old episodes of Art Attack. Yeah. Well, that's, that's be, a massive upgrade. Mate, <laughs> I would be <laughs> there for that. Uh, bring it back My favourite One of the biggest Mind-blowing experiences Was finding out that Art Attack guy Is in like a heavy metal band You know he's is also he? The voice of Bob the Builder <laughs> I did not know Fairly that Fairly sure Alright oh. uh, So How do I say What's that kids game show again Sid, The one uh, This Aussie one They played 64 at the end of it No Nintendo Oh amazing, amazing. You bring that, Put that on all day as well That's true I'd watch that uh, Frankie says Food question You go to a bit of a hipster place You ask for a sandwich Mm-hmm they bring out the ve- breakfast version. Uh, he said, you don't realise what the fuck you got till it started. How far is it too far into the meal before saying this isn't mine? Did you... Ha- I mean, more than a... Like, and he said... If you start eating it, it you've, you've, that's it. It's over. Yeah, well, I mean, not- it, it's all getting thrown out. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, and he said, it's not like immediately. They're yeah. not going to comp you. Yeah, people who send food back that wasn't completely butchered can shove it. 
Yeah. If you don't like what you ordered, you ordered that, you put up with it. Yeah. If you got the wrong thing and you bit it, that's you as well. That, yeah. That's to me at a restaurant anyway. I know I get people who send it back. I get that mentality. For me, if I ordered like a, a burger for lunch mm. and I got someone else's stupid fucking brioche bacon and egg thing and I bit that, that's it's, your, it's yours now. If you yeah. can't notice the egg, or, if it's a breakfast version of a shimmy, it had egg on it. Yeah. If you can't notice it, that's on you. Yeah. Well, it's on the weight stuff too, but it's on you for biting it. Uh, One-Eyed Tiger said, there's some great indigenous jersey designs again this year. What are your top and bottom four? Well, the bottom one is the... The bottom one is one. the Bulldogs jersey. It's the worst. It should be... Knights one's very bad as well. It is. Uh, mm. I Also, the lack of effort from the Penrith and the Roosters ones are down there for yeah. me. I understand it looks like the normal strip with a little bit blended in, but give us a bit more effort. Yep. You know, uh, the top, the top there, really like South one. Sponsor's ugly, but really yeah, like South get rid one. Of the, get rid of the the sponsor on that one. Just just have a small sponsor between the NRL logo and the crest. Yeah, Dragons one, very nice. Yep. Uh, what other ones do I think are up there? I think that is it. The Tigers one's quite good too. The Tigers one is generally fairly good. Yeah, it is. Like, so there's there's some solid jerseys this year. They're getting they're certainly getting better. I feel like. But yeah, the Tigers one is quite solid. I thought the Knights one was nice last year. It's not in a completely different direction this year. Yeah. Um, and then who else is I good? might buy the South one. The South no, one I've got to buy Damien Cook Origin. Too many jerseys. That's <laughs> like is. $600 a jersey already. I think it is a lot. Oh, I think the Broncos one's the best one they've done in a while because it, it incorporates the club but also has the real indigenous elements. Mm. And then I think the Storm's pretty decent too for once. They're usually pretty average. Tyne's not too bad as well. But... Um, they have got a lot better on quality, so I'm happy with that. How do you feel, though? Like, can us white fellas wear indigenous jerseys? I actually messaged an indigenous person yeah, about yeah. this last year, and they said it's fine. Uh, Not yeah. that that is like the... I'll, 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 I might go back while we... If you want to go to the next question, I'll pull up my DM someone on you know, what's about the word? this. They're not, they're not a homogenous mass. At we what can't. point do you get a photo taken of you on like BuzzFeed or some website as uh, cultural appropriation, white man in the street wearing indigenous jersey or something? What are we talking here? Is that, is that a thing? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Like the Raiders one, I will say. Um, it would make sense that the the West would have a good jersey too. From what I know, they do a lot of work with the local Tharawal people. So uh, <laughs> that's always good. Best best Indigenous jersey of the season is far and away the Swans jersey. I can't say I've seen it. It's a uh, s- standard pattern and it's got a huge black, s- black swan on the front of it. Looks yeah, again, good. it's one of those cases that it incorporates Indigenous elements yeah. and... They've gone to somebody to tell a story from the local area and it happens to incorporate a swan. So that yeah, makes a lot of sense. Um, I said, said, I think it's a lovely way to honour the contribution of Indigenous players to the club. I've seen a lot of people wearing the swans one and never thought it was insensitive, especially when the proceeds are going to a good cause. Yep. Um, yep, there's nothing... In, I don't think there's anything insensitive at all about buying one. That's just one person's opinion. Obviously, that's not gospel. Yeah. They don't speak for every Aboriginal person. But that, 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 what that references is correct. The proceeds do go to KARI... Uh, Aboriginal resources and recognise two uh, Indigenous foundations. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, I think if you want to buy one, I think go ahead. You're, you're, you're all good. good. Go ahead. Uh, at Mario Seeg underscore says, Debastardise a popular tweet from this week. Which tw- try from your team do you remember as the best? Mm. And which try from a rival team is the, as the best? And specifically, why? Uh, Nathan Blacklock's try in the grand final. Yep. That's a great try. Um, do you want to do you do South or do Broncos then? And yep. we'll do um, my one for Souths. They won try of the year. They were god dog shit awful team in 06. But you you'll remember this, Mitch, because it was against the Broncos in Origin. They lost the yeah. first thirteen games of the year, and I think round fourteen they played Brisbane. Yeah, and I, they scored this unbelievable try. It went through about 
30 sets I remember that game because it was such so little people attended it that they cancelled the buses so I went, I went up this is before like you could really contact people that easily oh, no. I got dropped at the bus stop by my parents with a mate to go get the bus to the game and the buses just never turned up what'd and, you do? Uh, well we had to go get like that even though I had, I had my phone but I had no credit left I had to go get like that the old like not a 100 reverse but like Telstra oh, phone, phone, phone card yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ phone card <laughs> Yeah, not great. I um I only remember the exactly when that game was because it was the day the World Cup started in 06, Dale. Good answer. Yep. I remember because I went back to my house with the South... My friend was a South fan. And because yep. at that point, like, never won, like, anything ever. It was like they'd won the grand final. Mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was in a movie that night. I saw Cars. There you go. Yep. Uh, for me, the Broncos one, my favourite one is still the Sean Berrigan try in, against the Bulldogs in 2006. So same year when Hodges returns that kick and gives it to Berrigan. But also really like the after the siren one uh, in 2010 or nine with Dan and, Dan Kemp, and Kemp and yeah. Darren Lockyer. When, I fucked up, by the way. I should have said the kick off try against I thought you were going to say GI return. I thought you were going to say against us or the Roosters try. Yeah, there's... A lot of good options. I just went with the more esoteric oh, choice. F- for your own team, you, you can probably come up with 20, right? Yeah. Opposition mm-hmm. team, these mine would change in this all the time, what I'd say. But one that sticks out of my head is Ben Barber playing up a Mackay, returning that kick and then kicking it for uh, Josh Morris, I believe it was. Oh, just, yeah. That just because awesome. that was the moment as well. But, you know, back in Mackay, he was... 2012 at, Bulldogs. Yeah, at the peak of his game. At, you know, best player in the game for that year and, and did that. Ben uh, Barber 2012 was something else. Something else. And I was a Ben Barber supporter at the time and just, yeah, loved it. I bet you got the guys... So now, try. best try against your own no, team? No, it's opposition tries. Oh, at all. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that changes things. I was trying to run, run against tries scored against Souths. Mm. Uh, we, we had oh, another one against us, Sean Johnson's try in 2011. When he uh, beat like 17 oh, yeah. blokes, just stepping everywhere. Um, I think the best one I've seen that didn't involve my team was Gardner against the Roosters. Oh, that? yeah. In like 07 or 08? No, it was later than that. He had that good year. It was 100, he, basically, he ended up running like 120 metres because he ran the length of the field, but he also ran sideways like five times. Yeah. I've got, there's a few Warriors ones out there. You got any, Dale? Yep. Uh, Brett Mullins, double chip and chase. Oh, that is good nice. Chip. Also, Nathan Ross, great finish. More more recent, but yeah, Brett Mullins is the one, obviously. Brian. Oh, and uh, as you said, Warriors tries when bloody uh, Nathan Friend flips upside down. That yeah. made Sports well, Center. That yeah. did make you know, Sports You Center. know something's good when it makes ESPN over there. Up them Warriors. Okay, um, and Mario follows up again. He's buying a new phone soon. iPhone, Samsung or other. Plan, outright or pay, pay, pay. Mitch and I both have Pixels. Uh, that's great. Don't buy an iPhone. Yeah, that's it. Just get an Android, man. I'm like, I'm not I'm not someone who's an Apple v Android gronk. I wasn't Apple user. No, I just Android. Yeah, but like, it's just the way you can actually do what you want on your you can phone. Plug your phone into your computer and drag and drop files onto it. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's it. That's and if you me. if you take your phone in for service, you don't have to plug it into iTunes. No. Yeah. Um, I've got a Pixel. There's no complaints. Um, and yeah, get a plan. What are you doing? Come yeah. On. Yeah. What well, year is it? I've had it outright as well, but I want a plan do, now. Do, do you want to, you can go to the petrol station and get some phone credit. Yeah. Andy Come on, man. Um, Butsy Triple Eight says the loss of Ben Hunt has this set the Broncos back how many generations? It's a fair point, mate. At has least Wayne lost decades. his aura? Yeah. Thirty uh, decades, so three hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie NZ, what's your favourite piece of audio picked up by a ref's mic? Uh, Anthony Watmore calling Greg Bird a grub. That's good. That's um, good. It wasn't. Oh, it doesn't count. Leilua calling uh, dropping a C bomb on Blake Austin, calling him a greedy C bomb, but. Mm. Nah, um, Why does that count? That, no, I didn't hear it. You just saw it. But oh, nah. okay. Like, just in my head, I can hear M- it. Mitch know. Moses earlier this nah, season. No, that's not my favourite, though. I was going to say, it's a good, hilarious, it's good though. though. Uh, Braithen Astor, when he was blowing up, he got, got sitting oh, of and course. getting punched. <laughs> You're off your head. <laughs> You're off your head. That was good. 
Yep. And then this wasn't ref mic, but he was mic'd up. Willie Mason's mic'd up game against the Dragons a couple of years ago. Absolute gold. Yeah. Where are your front rowers? <laughs> Where are your decent front rowers? Tell Mary. You know? He was right, though. They got front rowers. Look what they are there. Yeah. He was right. I don't think I've seen that. I'll have to go home and watch it. It's great. It's and then he's like, point. you know, his thing's on the sideline. And he's like, tell, put, tell Wayne to put me on. I'm just cold. I just wanna, I'm just cold getting on the field. I just want to get on. It's great. But good chat from Willie in his heyday. Mm. Well, not his heyday, but post that. Any, any for you, Dale? Uh, I I do cut a lot, and generally speaking, when I cut a lot of game, when I cut games at work, I you, oh you gener- cu- that kind of cutting yeah sorry, well I mean, like, yeah. sorry it was yeah. a long few years as a yeah. Saints fan. Uh, the the best thing to listen to is a the comms obviously because you have to, and b the refs mic is often hilarious. There was one this season where I think must have been Roosters uh, Roosters dogs. Cordner goes up to speak to the ref at halftime and basically asks, you know, is there anything that we can do differently? The ref's fairly cordial with him. And then Woods comes over and blows up and like almost gives away a penalty at half time. He speaks to the ref that badly. Yeah. I was just like, security had to walk between the two of them and walk him off the field. I was like, well, I think I might keep, clip that. Clip my that my favorite one this year actually is Cherry Evans going, We're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Crying to the ref. Him, him anytime. Sir, he turn, it turns up on the ref's mic and it's just like, Oh, God, again. We're not again. that bad. But it's a penalty down there. It's, like, that's yeah. not, it's not a zero sum game, man. It's not. Okay. And we had a submission. We've had a mail in uh, response to you uh, saying that at try was against the storm, apparently. He came from Campo down the hallway. He's texted me. Which one? Tell Bunga that South Try 06 was against the storm. There you go. It's a late submission and a correction. <laughs> Thank you, the corrections department, for sending that in, <laughs> Nick Campton. <laughs> No, uh, they did score an amazing one against the Storm as well, but yeah. I'm thinking of one that was against Different, the Broncos. Uh, Matty McP25, if you, could compete, if you could appear on any podcast in the world, which one would you choose? In the world? If I could appear on one. Uh, yeah. pardon, pardon my take. For me. I'm not, I don't know. I never really thought about what podcast I want to go on. Uh, probably Football Weekly. Well, a lot of things... Uh, actually, um, the, the Ramble would be good. Football Ramble would be good. They seem they're good That would blokes. be a lot of fun. Well, I, mm. like, when I listen to podcasts, I've, a lot of time I enjoy that dynamic, but I never think I want to be I in that conversation. I should be part of that. No, I never... Yeah. Like, around the NFL, whilst it's going off the boil now because Chris Westling's lost his mind... Um, that would be a good reason to that go That was my uh, favourite podcast for a long time. I never yeah. thought I want to go on there. Actually, get me on there when uh, Colleen Wolf or Connie is, is on there and I can try and pick her up terribly. <laughs> that, <laughs> would be good. that would be good I'll, content. I'll, I'll ham up the Aussie accent. And then see how we go. Yeah, that works. So. Yeah. No, that's good. That, that'll be it. Um, Michael Darren 79. Which NRL players put in 100% week in, week out? Along the lines of Steve Price, uh, Nathan Highmarsh, Shane Webke. And he said, not necessarily a forward. Oh, mate, there's a lot of players Connie, that do this. Connie, as we discussed earlier, Marty Tapao quite often. Yeah, mate. There's a lot of the comp. I feel like... It, Jason Nightingale. He does. 1,000%. Like, we tend to give that tag to too many battlers these days, just because yeah. they get their main their main credit is their tryers. But mm. like mate, most of the players out there are slogging their guts out every like week. That's literally their job is to try. Yeah, there yeah. there is some guys who aren't doing it, but yeah. Uh, next one, credits, yeah. could the storm penalty have gone against Cassiano for falling into the markers? No, oh, no. no, he was pulled no. down. Yeah, no, no, definitely yeah, he was pulled no. down. I did. That's what I thought had happened when the penalty was given. I thought. It was a penalty because he said there's a there's a penalty in the play of the ball and I thought he hasn't he either hasn't struck the ball or he's knocked it on and then you pull it back yeah. and it's for pulling the player down but yeah his next question which TV series have you given a second viewing what? mate I've given TV series like 15 the Simpsons viewings. mate Never heard uh, of it 
Always Sunny. Yeah, in watched those are probably the yep. two shows I've watched rewatched the most times. That and mm. Seinfeld I rewatch all the time. US Office, Arrested Development. Uh, these are all these are all top tier shows. If you yeah. haven't watched all of them, go and like do those. That I'll all, do that. Like no. I'm in the, I'm in my second rewatch of Always Sunny in the last three months currently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it's rewatched. Great show. Do you mm. skip any episodes? Uh yes, the Frank, Frank's brother. Frank's brother. Yeah, that's it. That's the only bad episode. Uh, Dale, any Brooklyn Nine Nine. Always good, good for a laugh. Rick and Morty. I've watched a few times. Yeah. Uh yeah, the usuals. Yeah. Uh, Jake underscore H underscore 87 says, more disappointing player this season, Teddy or Tommy Turbo? Worse? Or worse? It's disappointing. I think Teddy. I th- Yeah, Teddy, because he's in a better team and he doesn't really have to do as much. Yeah, I think he's trying very hard though and he has to, he's trying to do more, but Tommy has had a bad few weeks, but yeah. he had a few ga- good games at the start of the year. The and game yeah. against the Raiders he bossed. Yeah, he's in a shite team as well though, yeah. doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, Jake follows up again. Thoughts on the Socceroos squad and the realistic expectations for the World Cup? We'll score a goal. If we lose to France by less than five goals, I'll be fucking stoked. We'll get a point. Um, yeah, I'm not impressed with the squad. Bert has really just taken what we were using and just used yeah. it again. Yeah. Which I was hoping for some change. Like, I'm not impressed with Troisi being there. He sucks. He sucks. Yeah. I get like, Cruz he has not been suck. great, but I get why he's there. Yeah. Troisi flat out sucks and being in there over guys like Brandon O'Neill makes zero sense. Yep. Um, I thought Zulo is is good enough to get a shot in as a, as a fullback in that side as yeah. well. He's been in good enough form. Instead, we're going for somebody who's never been in the country. He's a right back. The right back. I know. Yeah. I, know I get that, but still. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Zulo Zulo is the one of the omissions that I can understand because like we've got Gersbach, Bayich, and we've got one other. Well, we've got Brad Smith, but he sucks too. Yeah. Um, Brandon O'Neill, a lot of people are saying that he's going to go play for Ireland. Why would he play for Ireland? Why would he do that? He like If he doesn't play for Australia, he's not going to jet over there to play qualifiers for Ireland just because he can. Yeah. They're not they're not in the World Cup either. So, yeah. you know, he doesn't have any motivation to do that. Troisi is one that I don't understand. I'm glad that Arzani's in there. I think he's yeah. a really, really good player. But the, 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 the forwards, we just, we got nothing. We, if we, yeah, as, as Matt says, scoring, if we score one goal, we'll good goal. times. Yeah, like, I think we'll shock a few like, people. You know, we're, we're relying on Tim Cahill's corpse at this point, and Tommy Urich, whilst he can he can get a chance, cannot finish one. Yeah, and he like he's a good enough player to play overseas, but he's not good enough to be beating like three of the best fullbacks in the world. Yeah, and three of the best sorry centre backs in the world, and two very handy teams in. Um, Denmark and Peru. Yeah, and I and I do. I'm a big Matthew Leckie fan as well, but he's not going to be producing goals no. that often for he's us. Kepo was right. That try was against the storm. There you go. Good yeah. shout. But yeah, I'm on expectations are not high. Look, uh, you know what they say: under promise and over deliver. And yeah. if we over deliver, that, that'll be good. Okay, uh, Frankie's back. He said, "What's the second dumbest idea you've ever heard?" Because he asked for second, as Gus's suggestion he can fix the ref in a year is by far the dumbest. Which is very true yeah. because uh, we've heard his commentary and if you had him and Joey in charge, first it'd be just let the players referee themselves to be yeah. first thing. Or Gus might even take the bunker to his own personal self. He, every decision and he's like, that deserves a try. It's a try. He has like some, try. some kind of Roman, Roman emperor deciding whether the gladiators get killed or not. Decisions based on down. feeling rather than you know, <laughs> empirical that, evidence. Decisions. Uh, second worst idea... Yeah, it's got to be. There's got to be more things Gus has said I can run at. But yeah. well, <laughs> does he mean, mean rugby league or just the world in, in general? general? Season nine of Scrubs. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that's a terrible thing. That's the season that's not actually Scrubs. Correct. But, yeah. yeah, 
people don't know they replaced all the staff. Oh, sorry, what I'm saying, staff, all the cast. Well, they were kind of half there. Half the cast. And then they did like a new season. Instead of making it a new show, it's like, hey, here's the new season of Scrubs. Mm. No. no. Get out of here. It's not. It's not how it works. Uh, Frankie is back again. What's he asked here? Oh, no, I've lost it. Oh, this is good radio, Mitch. I blame all the Sharks fans in the mentions. You're doing great. I'm doing great. Okay, I'll go for Jordan's question here before I find Frankie's again. At Jordan Palmer 16, top five beverages. He hasn't said alcoholic or non-alcoholic, so top five well, that beverages. that throws a spanner in the works, doesn't it? Do we want to limit it down to alcoholic? Why don't we do a top three of both? Okay. Okay, so for me, for my top, my premium beer, I drink Hansi with Dry. That's my beer. I don't care. That's, That's great my, beer. That, that Mine my top three. is... Just plain old Bud Light. It's delicious. Yeah, so does that, the job. That's my that's refreshing my... lager. Mm. That's my beer, but it wouldn't be my top drink. My top drink would be gin and tonic, followed by vodka soda. Then immediately followed maybe. by vodka soda. I mean, I wouldn't mix them together, Dale. No, well, that would be silly. Like, there's definitely tastier drinks out there, but I'm also putting volume in this because again, yeah. I'm not ordering. Like, I'm not ordering. No, you're not. Fifteen cocktails on out. No, no, mojito might be my. I was going to say yeah, mojitos yeah. are goddamn delicious. I love mojitos. They might be my top three anyway. But I'm not out there ordering fifty whiskey sours. I'm not also love. fifteen strawberry margaritas wherever yeah. I go. But I would. Yeah, my, so I'm just my, going on versatile things I can get anywhere. My go-to things are yeah. Firstly is Hans Lieber dry. Secondly is a bourbon and coke. Pretty yeah. basic, but Pretty that's basic. it. What get about wild what turkey? You, if I can get it. Mojito, a nice, uh, nice uh, Sauvignon Blanc from. 1970, I don't know, wine. What wine. Um, Just remember yeah. that you can describe any wine as its expert why. It's earthy okay. but fruity. It's, oh, like it's, it. you, if you ever want to rate wine, do that. Okay. Uh, mojitos at airports, God, they're, they're impossible to fuck up. Dead set. Like if, if you want to have a drink that's not a beer at an airport, mojitos. Straight up. Yeah. Easy. Uh, I hate bourbon and cokes. Same. Um, Negronis. Negronis good. I like whiskey sours. Yep. Whiskey sours are delicious. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the most Australian Canadian drink of all time, Canadian Club Dry and Lime. Yeah, true. That's up there for Because me. when I want a headache, I want it to be a big one. Gross. Yeah, that's it. But I actually think mojitos might be in there for me. Back in my bar management days, I used to make them with Bacardi 151 oh, just to get... Because when you're young... Just to get... Oh, it when you're young, you're like, yeah, I'll do it with Bacardi just to get fucked up. But Fair you enough. Put more brown sugar in your cot, you mask the taste, more mint, it's delicious. <laughs> Honourable mention to fight milk. <laughs> Dishonourable mention Sorry. to fight milk. Yeah, um, what yeah. a non-alcoholic drink. Uh, vanilla malt milkshake, number one. That's number one beverage of all time. Oh, see, my, <laughs> mine, mine is, shake, my, mine's Red Bull, number Red Bull. one. Number one beverage of all time. is Never vanilla. lets you down. Always there for you. A vanilla malt thick shake. People yep. are like, Matt, you never get sick. Why is that? And I say, it's because I drink Red Bull every day. And it's true. There you go. Um, <laughs> Dale is so outraged Dale, by what I've just said. I'm a big fan of a, a vanilla malt milkshake as well. Lime milkshake as well, underrated. Uh, that's a, It's a Canberra thing, surely. Yeah, no, yeah, Canberra yeah. It, it definitely is. Um, uh, what else is up there? Um, the the juice. Who makes them? Le- um, apple and elderflower juice. I'm very pro those pressure fruit juices. Oh man, I'm going Good, Red Bull one. So expensive. Cold brew coffee number two. And Earl Grey tea, number three. I think there's good actual hydration in them. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, obviously water is the thing I drink the most. Well, that doesn't count, though. Yeah, um, that's a good shout. I'm off the fizzy. And I know yeah, it has me too. It, so Pepsi Max would have been in my top three last year, but it's not anymore. Yeah. So definitely vanilla malt milkshake, number one. Number two is probably a good juice. I'm not talking about you. Like, so many places you go to these juice bars and shit. Yeah, you can't just juice. say juice. No, not to say juice, but like a really nice apple juice. Yeah. Okay. Fresh, fresh squeezed. Fresh squeezed apple juice. Yeah. And then what would I say? Three. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> that is a hard one. Fresh squeeze OJ's up there. Because all I drink now is water. Yeah, me too. And I'm putting water in three. It's stupid. So boring. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm back. Sarsaparilla. Oh, I'm, it's your boy. Yeah. I'm off the... Fi- I can't say Pepsi no, Max because it's... Fi- it's cordial as well. 
It's not fizzy. You two have lost the plot. Sarsaparilla. And then if I was going to go also back to the fizz. Ginger beer. Yeah. Ginger beer. Mm. It's not there as well. Dale, we got a three? No, no. Sarsaparilla's in there, man. Ah, yes. What the fuck is happening? Sarsaparilla's delicious. Are we in a saloon in the 1800s? What are you two doing? It's a seltzer bar. Show some respect. It's delicious. Sarsaparilla's great. Every time I go back to Nan's place, even though I'm only in Canberra like twice a year, she's like, I've left Sarsaparilla in the Why have they got it in New South Wales? It's stupid. I know. When we used to go to Queensland to bring back I can't imagine why this drink isn't available everywhere. Yeah, so when I go back to Queensland this weekend, I've flown Virgin to have check-in luggage. I'm going to get like 10 kilos of sarsaparilla. Cordial. Oh it's happening. We're bringing it back. Okay, the next question. Soda water's cheap. What That's is good. happening? <laughs> what do you what's happening? It's delicious. Um, it's not got any caffeine in it. How does that work? Exactly. I'm very confused. Mick the Perm says, what is going to be the buzz stat leading into twenty second half of the season? Oh, mate. It, it, it's What would be it, so-called analysts been using to support their arguments? Penalty counts. Penalty <laughs> counts. It's always the buzz stat, isn't it? Crowd figures. <laughs> They're never <laughs> real stats. Emotions during games. That penalty referees win loss records now with teams. Ooh. Now they've discovered those are a thing. Home home win loss records. Yeah, that's as well. coming. Yeah. yeah, breaking news: home team win more games <laughs> than away team. Uh, Mick the Perm says again: as Penrith's injury crisis deepens, do we know if there's a dismutation under the new structure regarding thirty men scored? Will you be forced to play a profit fullback? You've got to. You, there is. I don't know how they fully work, but there is at some point when you're out of players, you can get someone else in, but you've got to really, really push it. Mm. Uh, that would be an interesting one to read more about. Somebody should be doing a story on that. Okay, so Mick the Perm asks a good question that ends in a regional area bit, but I'm going to cut the regional area bit off and just say, if you had a ch- what's your choice of chip between wedges, thick cut, beer battered, or crinkle cut chips? So hot chips. Even though this is cr- crinkle cut, that does exist. A, crink- a good thick crinkle cut steak yeah, chip that's, that's takes a, a lot of takes a lot of seasoning. The, yeah, it's more surface area. But when it's good, it's the right. Yeah. That's the number one there out of those yeah. options. Yeah, right. wedges is last. Oh yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck, get, wedges, get out of here. Oh no, you're not eating wedges. You're eating sour cream and sweet yeah. chili. Yeah. You're enjoying. You're, you're, yeah. You've got a flavorless vessel with which to transport a kilogram of sour cream <laughs> yeah. into your mouth. And you always every time someone gets wedges, they always eat more sour cream and more. wedges. I wonder chili. why. Because again, wedges yeah. suck. They do. Oh. Uh, potato gems are underrated. Yeah, fair, are great. Shout. Did Did you notice, both of you, that when you go to the states, you get wedges, right? But no sour cream and sweet chili. Well, I didn't think Australian. Thing. When did you get wedges? I'd seen it. Well, at I, knew, I knew you told me that sweet, sweet chili sauce was invented in Australia, which blew my mind. Mm, it's an Aussie thing. Yeah, it's definitely an Aussie thing. But yeah, over there, well, they do proper cut fries over there. Yeah, they do so steak fr- fries. Fries are delicious everywhere over there. Mm. Uh, yeah, they, they cut out a real potato and like they were shitting in an out burger. Yeah, Ooh. get out of here, in an out burger fries. You suck. Wow, they were bad. Uh... Next question. Simo, how much money would it take for you to never watch sport again in your life? There isn't enough. There isn't What's the enough. point of living? Not all the yeah. tea in China, Matt. Yeah, exactly right. And Jack Cronin says, who is the best player by the age of 20 in the NRL? Young Kalen Ponga or young Matt Moylan? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. And someone responded saying, Jesus, Matt Moylan actually under 20. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Wow. Oh, that's oh, great. Lordy. Uh, James K underscore 1312. Do you have a player, such players who play for your side over the years that completely surprises you when that is brought up? For me, it seems forgotten that Mick Ennis at the Broncos years for some reason. Well, no, for me, dude, no one surprised. Like I know way too much about the Broncos. No one surprised me they play for the Broncos. One, one often for me, if I was going to be a Broncos fan, Anthony Mundane. It doesn't surprise me. I know, but if yeah. I was, it would su- that would surprise many. Yeah, that would surprise won me. Won a premiership in ninety four, ninety seven, ninety seven. Yeah. yeah. Bungard, you guys had a lot of people roll through your club 10 years ago. Do you, anyone you've like forgotten about? I don't think so. Uh, how can I answer that if I've forgotten about them? Exactly sure. right. Oh, um, is there anybody recently you look back on like, geez, he played for the Broncos. Glenn, or, for the bunnies. Glenn Stewart. 
played by Souths for like six that games. That did happen. That did happen. Everyone forgets that. We won the comp and Glenn Stewart showed up and was gone. And he was good for like after. three games too. Yeah, he started quite well. Mm. Um, Glenn Stewart's probably a good one. There's a, there's a, quite a few battling old forwards who yeah. decided to end their career at South. <laughs> he didn't really play. No. <laughs> Att- attended matches as they happened around them. Like uh, Brian Fletcher. Most people yeah. remember that though. Yeah, they yeah. Um, That's like the high profile flop. Yeah. Uh, Peter Cusack finished. Mate, you had the, like all the McDougals at some point, didn't you? Uh, Luke, Luke and McDougal. Adam. I don't know if Ben ever Dan played ben for didn't us. Get I don't think uh, so. Uh, he's the one that ran away from a drug tester. He did. Uh, <laughs> that's true. He literally a, just ran away. True. There's a long time that you were just pretty much a retirement home, but you'd accepted that role as well for yep. a long time. Adam like, Muir, come on down. You yeah. were the, the Central Coast Mariners of the NRL. Yeah, Chris, very Chris true. Walker. Man, remember when Parramatta brought Chris Walker back? Yeah. They brought him back. They back brought um, with, uh, Chris Thorman they, in the hubs. They brought back him. They brought back. Carl Webb, they brought what Casey Maguire they brought back. Who is that manly back from the Premiership who's average? Scott Donald. Not Scott Donald. Oh. Didn't win shit. <laughs> Fuck. Chris Hicks? Chris no, Hicks. No, no, that's not it. That sounds like a guy. That's, uh, that's not the guy. Michael right. Robertson. No, that, he was. He's, he's just just naming manly, manly players. Anglo names. <laughs> I don't, can't remember who. Uh, you got any, any of them, Dale? That no, I forgot, I've yet? forgotten them all. For, f- scrubbed them from my brain. That's a good move, scrubbing them from your brain. Yeah. But uh, I can't just... It's going to annoy me that I don't remember who this player is. Oh, it's going to annoy me. It's all right, mate. It is Chris Hicks. Well oh, done. He was 34 when they brought him back, too. That's a good move. I respect it. How many games did Carl Webb play? We don't need to go down this Like 16? We don't need uh, this. Carl Webb played six <laughs> games that year. Oh, but Paul Fadawira back, too, that, oh, there as man. well. That's it, six games. Well done. Great. Paul Fadawira, one game. Bloody hell. Chris Walker, seven games. The early, two, the early 10 Five games. What year was this? 2011. Yeah, the early 10s eels were something else. Yeah, this, that's not good. This is the, the eel team that got Stephen Kearney his great reputation. Ah, well. <laughs> tough to see why it didn't work out. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's done that one. Brian Black 74 says, pyjamas or other? I guess it's for bed clothing. Pyjamas? Pyjamas. Other. That's no, whatever. Mm, I'm not a, I'm not a dedicated pyjamas. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not married to the idea, but whatever. Uh, he says, if they're there, I'll wear them. When is it acceptable to pull out the electric blanket from storage? I've never owned an electric never. blanket. Well, if you're going to use one, I think like last Tuesday when it started being cold, but I've, I don't have one. I don't know if I discussed this last week, but the rule at Mum's is you cannot put a heater on before Anzac Day. I don't That's understand. I don't really get heaters in the house. Why? But because but you live it's, it, to be fair, you live in an apartment. No, I've not always lived in an apartment, Dale. No, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is in the summer. Oh, yeah. No. Can I finish? No. I understand air conditioners to make it cold yeah. because you can't. Like, make your body colder by, like, taking your skin off. But, like, if you're mm. cold, just put a blanket on. Have you yeah. experienced a gas heater? A what? A gas heater in it inside. That's, I mean... That's next level heating. That, that, yeah. that, just put a blanket over no, you. I agreed with you on this statement until I got a gas heater once. And, like, I live in the Inner West now. This house is okay, surprisingly, for Inner West in terms of cold. Yeah. Well, when I lived in Annandale previously, so, like, one brick... Like, you know, one layer of bricks, uh, your, your one glazed windows. That gas heater is a lifesaver. Yeah. It, they heat the entire like the entire room or house in like ten minutes. They're don't, great. Don't put an outdoor gas heater indoors because no, you'll die. Don't do that either. Oh, okay, good advice. Uh, he, and his last question he has is: Hot Milo only for winter, or is it acceptable all year round? Mate, I don't see why you would have a hot drink like that. Oh, she's Milo is almost a top three beverage. Should go back and put that in. <laughs> no, but I I, know, I don't consume my Milo as a beverage. I consume it on top of <laughs> I consume it either in yeah. a, as a spoon or on top of ice cream. Yeah, I can't remember ever actually like drinking Milo. I remember at one point before I realised they were the worst thing ever to drink all the time where I had them when I was like 20. I had them like every day for Cold breakfast. Cold Milo is one of the worst beverages. I love it. No, but you, the, all the Milo just sits on top no, of the milk. No, you put it in it a shaker. You've got to put it in a it's shaker. It's so bad. You put like seven tablespoons in with a shaker. It's like it's like a thick shaker at that point. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like I love it's like Milo. Milo, but 
yeah, you got to have it. If you don't have a shaker, you're fucked. I seem to remember this being stories about my dad eating uh, condensed milk and Milo sandwiches as a kid. And oh, that sounds delicious. That ha- that probably went as well as you. When expected. we opened a bakery, Dale, we were making <laughs> condensed milk and Milo somethings. Oh man, imagine like a imagine like a chocolate croissant put with well, like Milo in it. I'm already imagining it now. We, you know how like you know get caramel slice and you people replace those layers with something like yeah. a Snickers slice, for example. Yeah, yeah. Condensed milk slice with Milo, but topping. with Milo through it. <sighs> We're this doing that. Shit. This has been a good food. We're this going has been a good the... food episode. Dale, we'll call us in closer two hours. <laughs> I'm going to make a business. <laughs> I'll make a business plan in the next 15 minutes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Who's paying for this? I don't know. And also, hot Milo's just. Uh, I'm not big on it, but you oh, can drink it all year round. I don't know why you drink hot drink. Like you wouldn't mm. drink a hot drink during summer. People do. People drink tea and coffee. But yeah. Well, yeah. Well, drink tea yeah. all year round. Pat Lawrence, 26, says oh. Jose Mourinho becomes NRL coach and wants to park the bus. Yep. Which player makes his side based purely on their defense slash ability to hit hard? Okay, well... All of West's. <laughs> not, West's not last that's week. Plan, that's West's plan. Victor Radley's now his dream, right? Yes, yeah. correct. But he, he he wants some people who are not afraid to, to you know, to make, take players out. Just tackle yeah, exactly. bags. You'd, tackle bags. You'd want Jack DeBellin in there. But Jack again... It's not like a... No, nah, nah, power's the other way. He's more, got too much carry. attack. He wouldn't like Fair. that, Jose. Simon Mannering. Kind yeah. of thing. That's the, that's the John, old John Terry esque role. Even a guy like Aaron Woods just racks up the tackles. Yeah. Just, uh, you've got a you've got a hooker like McInnes. McInnes for sure. He'd love Jack Reed. No, not Cook. The most exciting life wire player in the competition. Yeah. What are tackles? Well, yeah, but he's does he play one up top with Cook up there? Yeah, maybe. He's defending from the front. He plays Cook one up top. Cook's in the Drogba role. All right. I'm back in. The Morris brothers are one side. Yeah. Yeah. Love them. Maybe he gets Jack Reed back on the other edge. (laughs) No, he'd have, um, um, what's that prick's name? Bring Paul Bowman out of retirement. Oh, Paul Bowman. Yes, definitely. (laughs) God. He'd be good for the press conferences, though. God, he'd hate the rugby league media. (laughs) Imagine he'd have so much contempt for Phil Gould. He would. Uh, Hamish Neal with the last question. All right, just a statement. He said, right. a hot feel for Drop It Like It's Hunt this week. It's a DC conversion attempt. Ooh. Yes. Yep. Didn't make it, but Can yes. Can CO Bungle try it? Yep. The mm-hmm. ultimate winner. And Moses' kick. He's just the strongest It's field funny because all three, pod. basically, we went with the one that didn't... Like, the Knights lose anyway. And the other two cost them the game. And we went with the one that didn't the, cost them the game. The, the Moses one was like... It, it, he should have kicked it the most kick in that situation, but it's still a tough kick. And yeah. DCE's is a stupid mistake and it was early in the game. Yeah. But the CO thing happens so rarely. Yeah, That's what has to be. And, and, th- and the point that you were making is that CO missed all of the kicks. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, his was not a single mistake. Yeah. His was a... And they gave him the kicking, the role kicking, I don't know what reason. Brock yeah. Lamb might kick this week, you'd think, if Poland doesn't kick anymore, but... Mm. But yeah, I mean, we've had, I think a couple of weeks ago, like round one or two this year, we had like five contenders, but there's a very strong field this yeah. week. Very strong. Good. Anyway, that, that's Good all the questions, I believe. I don't think I missed anybody. Alrighty. Good stuff. Another great week of content from these three. Right, so <laughs> Why did you say these three? That was the all the questions. Week, You're actually. one of the three. I meant pickles. Oh. Meant don't sell yourself short. You're so content. You did great. Alrighty. It's been a fun week and we'll see you next week. So, yeah. Thanks, Bye. Bye. These niggas, these triggers, these killers Sitting on the porch, in between legs With a bitch French braid in my head Near, I leave them in till they mad it Four-arm tatted, what's the connection, bitch? You looking at it, it don't stop I hit more licks than it takes to get to the center Of a blow pop, and it's gonna take a miracle To drive a car this color, down in Furio Yeah, I got heart, but ain't trying to see Marsha Clark okay, So let's nigga. wait till it get dark, so many like the international house of pancakes uh, all on the ground uh, every bitch pass uh,
out the window, who riding? Nobody survives when I got my skill up, throwing my shit up, pulling the trigger. What the fuck you looking at, nigga? True blue when I bust, leave a body singing like the tongue of my chucks. Chalk another one, homicidal when the G ride. I swear I'm killing every nigga standing outside. Living a matter with my double barrel sort off. I'm smoking in everybody, niggas, bitches, and all. Stretch your mind in broad daylight, motherfucker witnesses. Eyes big as ball balls from the funny cigarette. <laughs> As the sun frowns on my forehead, I sweat murder, which makes me a walking dead man. Bringing more bad news to slap rock when I bust shots. Dub C, keep the hammer cock. The gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer. 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 Well, it's the nigga that's housing the scene. I got pounds of green and birds sitting on the triple beam. I put it down. Off the record, my flats are double decker, marble floors all checkered. Now, what can I say? Every bitch I lay be pure in Bombay, like Peruvian gay. So I brag and I boast, man. I got the most, man. I make more deliveries than the postman. My homie Carlito plugged me with the amigos. So now it's kilos, five and six double zeros. Now, what's next? I'm stuck like Cortex. Blinding niggas with the boogers in my Rolex. With my aces OT on a regular basis, we got four big faces fighting federal cases. Cause ain't nothing realer than niggas getting they skriller like a gangster, a killer. And Mac will be the dope dealer. Institutionalized, and I'm on the streets.